This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can take control of the airwaves as we launch into hour number one. It is Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they are completely free. And we do um, just we, we just give it away. Those other radio talk show hosts, they want to charge you for their websites. We do it for free at freetalklive.com. So do enjoy those. On the way, we've got the latest on the Boston sign scare from last week. Uh, you won't believe what has happened in this particular case. Uh, at least, well, I don't know. I guess you can believe it, but it's pretty sad. It's a disappointing end to all of this hullabaloo. Um, that's all on the way. Your calls as well about anything less, as we go to the phones to start things out here tonight and talk to John in Salem. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hello, John. Hi, guys. Nice to hear Julia's voice there. Yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, I'm hearing rumors that you may have lost a major sponsor, and I'm wondering if this will be an opportunity for Free Talk Live. I don't know how those rumors would have gotten started. It's not true. Mark, okay. uh, as, the sale, as the salesman behind the show, is this, is this a rumor? Is this fact? I mean, what's going on? Have, have I been in the dark? Have we lost a major sponsor? We have not lost any major sponsors. No one has. Have we uh, lost a minor sponsor? We have lost no sponsors. Okay, good. No one has pulled out that I know of um, as far as sponsoring anything. I'm happy to hear that. So there you go, John. Uh, well, since you mentioned the Boston thing, I, I just threw away some notes when I did hear that show. I thought it was crazy. All these people in Boston were uh, patting each other on, on the backs uh, with that sign scare thing. Yeah. Uh, it, it was... A, completely crazy thing going on uh they had found uh nine signs out of something like 29 or 39 yeah there was a lot of them yeah that they were throwing around and they were all telling each other what what a good job they had done and uh for me personally i I commuted south uh on that day and saw a state trooper parked on the side of the highway and it reminded me that the government does a funny thing they put the uh, law enf- you know so-called law enforcement people on the sides of the roads in the case of w- when there's some threat going on to try to make us all feel safer. Mm-hmm. And I was driving in, uh, commuting, uh, and a fellow that I work with, who by the way does not drink, he does not speed, he does not do anything on the road that's illegal. He tends to go a little bit slow. He's an older fellow, okay, and he comments sometimes that. The biggest threat that he sees on his way to and from work are the police. Absolutely. So, so when they you know, say it's funny that they, they put the, that there to make us feel comfortable, you have to change lanes to get around them. They create a uh, disturbance in the middle of the road. Um, why don't they pull people over it farther? I don't understand. Why do they let people pull over to the side of the road? I've I've had cops want me to pull over to the side of the road. I'm not going to just sit there on the side of the road and um, you know be in danger. There's cars going by at 50, 60, 70, 80 miles an hour. You mean beyond inst- that, Mark? Uh, my point is just their mere presence does not make people feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And be- before I before my time is up here, uh, thinking that you were uh, maybe losing a major sponsor, it caused me to reconsider. Um, I have not joined the amplifier team. Um, I was thinking maybe it's time for me to step up. The uh, rumor included an, an early sponsor who one of my criticisms of them was that their uh, um, their presence was way too much on the Internet. And I wonder if there's anything that people can do to support Free Talk Live, like just sending a check. If they don't want to sign up for a monthly thing. Oh, yeah, there, there's, there there's certainly alternatives. We, we all can do that. Yep. And I want to say thank you to all that you're doing. 
Thank you to everybody there at Free Talk Live and all the listeners and supporters. Thank you, John. Thank the major sponsors for not uh, rushing to judgment. For not bailing out. Our sponsors have... Have uh, a great weekend, and I look forward to seeing you at your other sponsors uh, thing coming up. You're going to the Liberty Forum, I take it. Well, I'm looking at that as a possibility. You better, you better, um, keep, you better look at it quick because, because uh, the sponsor hasn't dropped you. They're going to they're gonna sell out from what I hear, so uh, you might want to get on board with well, that. Well, like I did with the uh, Thousand Pledge, I'm going to leave room for others. Okay. If they sell out, then you know I oh, know we, where I am. We I'm definitely want to see you there, and thanks for the call, <laughs> man. We appreciate hearing from you. And to answer his question, yes, um, there are alternatives uh, to the AMP program. The the way AMP is set up is to send in a certain amount of dollars per month on a monthly basis to the show, and that's the way 99.9% of our amplifiers uh, do it. There are some who would prefer an alternative option, and there are alternatives, uh, you know, money order, uh, personal check. Mail it on in. Uh, mail it in. Yeah, you can do it that way. It's just a little bit more difficult for you, a little bit more difficult for us. But what am I going to do, turn down money? I mean, come on. I don't think it's much more difficult for us. So, Well, I have to sign the back of a check. Well, you don't have to sign checks to the deposit in a bank. What? You don't have to sign checks to the deposit in a bank. Are you, if it's an, if it's endorsed to you, you don't have to sign a check that you put in a bank. Are I you know sure that, about that? I'm absolutely sure. I'm pretty sure you do. If you've got one of those uh, ban- by-mail banks... My wife was a teller most of her life. Okay, well, I deposit, this is a by-mail bank. Well, I don't know anything about a by-mail bank. You have to sign and you have to endorse, at least. I don't think you do. And I'm pretty sure you're wrong. About uh, that. If you've got the, your name on it on an, on an account, it doesn't matter. But I'm telling you, I go to um, the bank, two different ones that we have, mm-hmm. and I deposit checks that are not signed for us huh. all the time. All right. Well, anyway, um, so yeah, there are options, and you can go to amp.freetalklive.com to learn more about that. That's amp.freetalklive.com. All right. So, Mark, we've got the the latest on the Cartoon Network flap from Boston. Um, I'm going to give that to you here in a moment, but I actually we're going to turn to John Stossel first because I guess he's got an opinion about all of this, and it's worth sharing, yes? Yep, from John Stossel. A few weeks ago, men working for an advertising agency installed light screens in cities to promote a Cartoon Network program. No one seemed alarmed by the signs featuring cartoon characters flipping the bird until suddenly, weeks after the promotion began, the Boston police decided the city might still be under terrorist attack. So, bringing the parts of the city to a standstill. Um, I'm sorry, my computer's making noise here. Uh, See that? The first was uh, found at an interstate ramp. The Boston Globe reported, forcing the shutdown of the northbound side of the interstate and tying up traffic for hours. The state police bomb squad blew the object apart with a water cannon. Then, in quick response sequence, reports of similarly suspicious devices flooded police lines, sending anti-terrorism forces to over a dozen locations. Commerce was disrupted. Transportation routes were paralyzed. Residents were stranded. Suffolk Dis- District Attorney Daniel Connolly complained. The news media went wild with television stations interrupting programs for alerts and breathless TV reporters talking about terrorism threat. Yes, they sure did. This went on all day. Turner Broadcasting, owner of the Cartoon Network, apologized to the city, but Boston Mayor Thomas Menino says... He wanted blood! He wanted FCC to revoke Turner's license for its TBS station. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Really? I don't remember hearing that part. No, Seriously? I guess. The, the mayor of Boston actually believes that the FCC gives out cable licenses? I don't think they do that, do they? I thought that TBS had a... Uh, I, I thought that TBS... That there was a WTBS in, no. Bo- in, in Atlanta. 
No, I don't know. I don't I, think I, so. I, I'm certainly not a TV expert. I I don't know about that. Maybe there is. If you're in Atlanta and you can uh, and you can answer that question, I'd be interested to know about that. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. But I mean, even if they revoked their uh, Atlanta television license, Turner Broadcasting System is, I believe, what uh, TBS stands yeah, for. Yeah, it, uh, it does. And that's that's a nationwide thing. TBS. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's outrageous in this post nine eleven world. That a company could use this type of marketing scheme, Menino said. After the perpetrators, two young men who'd been paid to promote the Cartoon Network, were arrested, and TV stations aired comments like, I can't believe someone would be so stupid as to do that. Then they wouldn't lock them, they, um, they shouldn't lock them up forever, but they should lock them up for a long time. The TV anchors nodded gravely in response. You've got to be kidding me. Hello? Why are the perpetrators the stupid ones? Why don't the media rant about how stupid Boston authorities are for shutting down the entire city? Well, we were ranting about that on Free Talk we, we, Live. We were. We were the only ones, though. Because they well, thought... Well, us and Stossel, apparently. Light screens part of a terrorist plot. And why does the Boston Globe write about enraged city officials rather than foolish officials? After yeah. all, the signs were installed three weeks earlier in nine cities, including New York, Philadelphia, Chicago, San well, Francisco, and Los Angeles. He asks why, and I think it has something to do with just this just this government worship that we have in this country. These people just worship the government. They believe they that do. they're infallible. They believe that they're wonderful. They I believe they're here they, to protect us. And I don't understand. The government fails us every single day. It fails, fails. Um, it, over and over. You know, it's, all it does is, is replies media, or it supplies mediocre... Um, work for us i just it's crappy 1-800-259-9231 not only is it mediocre and crappy but it's also dangerous i mean all of this overreaction in this particular case could have could have really caused some serious problems more on the way could have freaked some people out i mean could have caused heart attacks more coming up it's free talk live this is free talk live it's your show your you can take control of the airwaves toll free at 800-259-9231 that's the packet 8.net toll free line for you it is ian here with you and julia and mark and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com all the features on the site completely free including the wiki over a thousand pages created by listeners like you it's like the listener editable version of the website at wiki.freetalklive.com that's w-i-k-i wiki.freetalklive.com and what's your liberty issue is it the right to bear arms? Register now for the February 2007 New Hampshire Liberty Forum happening in less than two weeks. Panelists include pro-Second Amendment New Hampshire state representatives and gun organizations, as well as Bill Westmiller, the national chairman of the Republican Liberty Caucus. Visit freestateproject.org slash libertyforum for more information to get registered as well. That's freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Talking about the story that broke the news headlines across America a week ago today. I think it was about a week ago today or so. And uh, it was from Boston, and it really wasn't much of a story until some Boston power-mongering freaks in government decided to make it a story. Uh, There were some flashing signs that had been put up around the city three weeks prior to a week ago. And somebody, it wasn't even a bus driver from what I heard. I heard it was just somebody on a bus. Oh, okay. Somebody on a bus spotted one of these flashing Aqua Teen Hunger Force signs. And they called in a report to the police because they believed there was something scary about it. Right. You know, it. the funny thing is, is the, nobody's going to put a flashing light on the top of their bomb. They want to put a bomb out there so they can blow stuff up. Not so that they can draw attention, attention to the bomb. To it. The bomb. Yeah. I mean, I, I heard 
uh, I don't know, some stupid talk show out of Boston where the woman um, is a uh, police uh, spokesperson, and she's talking about, well, some movie that came out just recently had bombs that had flashing things on them. We and don't da-da. live in a movie. No, we're not battling the Joker, okay? This isn't the Riddler that we're after here. And if these cops think that that is who they're after, they need to, they need to be not in the job. Yeah. You're not Batman, pal. You direct traffic and give out tickets. You're just a you're a, you're a fundraiser with guns. As Quit we pointed out, pulling out the uh, let's take out the big bomb truck. We we get the big bomb truck. Yep. How about the helicopter? We get the all, all the this toys was, today. All, yeah, you're right, Mark. All this was was just nothing more than the police getting to show a, off a all bunch their of equipment. overgrown boys playing with their toys yep. is what this was, and it cost the the taxpayers of Boston a million dollars, almost a million and bucks. It cost it cost two million dollars to turn a broadcast. Oh, there well, is we're no gonna get reason to that for in a this. moment. We're going to get to the uh, the very disappointing end to this story here in moments, but actually we're in the midst of John Stossel and his opinion on all this, which, no surprise, it pretty much echoes our opinion. It's as we had pointed out, this is this wasn't a story about a bomb scare as much as it was about a stupid bunch of government officials that acted like this was a big deal yep. when it wasn't. John Stossel agrees. After all, the signs were installed three weeks earlier in nine other cities, including New York, Philadelphia, Chicago, San Francisco, and Los Angeles. Authorities didn't freak out. The Associated Press reported there was no immediate signs of anyone panicking. Removal of the signs was low-key. These signs had been in place in Boston. Some of them had been in place in Boston mm-hmm. for up to two weeks. Mayor Menino um, said that, but there was only Boston, um, panic in Boston. Mayor Menino said that there were more than And that's because of the government response. The panic was a direct result of government response. Right. There was a half a million dollars spent. Um, to send dozens of federal, state, and city bomb and terrorist experts to investigate this flashing light. But he uh, blamed the young <laughs> men, not himself. The Boston Globe reports Turner Broadcasting acknowledged that it never right. sought approval or alerted authorities that it would put up the signs. Why should he take responsibility? Why should the government agencies take responsibility right. for should, what they created? I, I'm just, I'm just they wondering. Did this. You know, if, if a flashing sign can be a bomb, then can't anything be a bomb? Sure. I mean... If this flashing sign can be a bomb and they have to send out, uh, spend a half a million dollars and shut down the city to do it, couldn't the tree be a bomb? Well, you, uh, speaking couldn't of the flashing car I'm signs, be a bomb? Couldn't how, some trash I throw out my window be a bomb? How I about mean, some other flashing signs? I was just crossing the street today here in Keene, New Hampshire, and when you press the uh, the little street crossing button, you know how you wait for the, the, the indicator to show you that you can walk across mm-hmm. the street? Well, when the indicator goes that goes to the walk most, uh, indication, it goes... Yeah, that's kind of a scary, loud noise. Maybe that means there's a bomb about to go off. Why don't everybody? Everybody should just hit the ground whenever they hear a loud noise and see flashing lights, because apparently that's what the government suggested response is. You know, why couldn't somebody have um, taken a screwdriver and put a bomb inside the city uh, crossing light? I just don't understand. Right. If we think there's a bomb around every corner, why are we going out? Why is it? Why aren't the the streets of Boston shut down constantly? This is the most stupidest, ridiculous story I've ever heard. Well, if we and shut I the cannot streets believe. Down. I can't I cannot believe that so many sheep in Boston just follow along. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the police oh, are yeah. they were doing the right thing. No, they weren't. They're a bunch of boobs. All those people, their their pay should be docked for even driving a bomb truck out there. But that's uh, just all it, the way Mark. down to the but, corporal who agreed to do it. But you can say this should happen and this should happen and oh, this this should be what the response is. But the, they don't respond in the way that anybody normal would respond. They don't. The government agencies don't respond as though a, for instance, a private security agency would respond. If this was a private security agency that was in charge of uh, making sure people were safe, they would have sent out one guy 
he would have taken a look at it, realized it was a light bright board, called it back in and said, hey, guys, no big deal. All right, let's go back to uh, enjoying our donuts and coffee. But no, the government has no fiscal responsibility whatsoever, so they can go ahead and blow this up to uh, as big of a proportion as they want to. There's no consequences for them, ever. And this is a perfect example of how they can just do whatever they want right. to do, make everybody get all scared and get upset, and uh, and then they can point the finger somewhere else as though it's not their fault for doing what they did. It's they did this. They created this response. They created the the uh, the hubbub surrounding it, and then they act like it's no big deal uh, what they did, and that they should have spent this it's half like a million dollars. It's like they're a force dollars. of nature. They're just doing whatever they're supposed to do, and we're supposed to react to it. No, these are living, breathing human beings that made decisions to send out the, all these trucks spend this half a million i've heard his number as high as three quarters of a million three quarters of a million dollars in taxpayer money shut down the city how much revenue was shut down what was um you know prevented from being made with the harbor and the city being shut down more than half a million dollars i can tell you that none of these stupid bureaucrats are held um, responsible they won't ever none of them are called fools none of them called nitwits only here on free talk live will they be called fools only john stossel only people who would look at it from our perspective which uh, people like us apparently aren't in the city of boston God, you know, I would just love that there was one Boston cop that was listening to this and could call in and just make some attempt to defend this. Because this is the dumbest story yes, I've ever seen. Yes, it is. It's the most seen. absurd story of the year. God. It really is. John Stossel, does he have more thoughts? He does. Um, good Lord. If advertisers now have to apologize for not seeking prior approval from authorities for putting up signs, what have we come to? One of the men charged... A um, pathetic slave state. One of the men charged, Peter Burbowski or whatever, Burdowski, said, it's kind of ridiculous that they're making these statements on TV that we must not be, that we must not be safe from terrorism because um, they were up there three weeks and no one noticed. It's pretty com- um, commonsensical to look at, it, look at the signs and say, there's a piece of art and, and installation. Terrorism is horrible, but your chances of dying on a terrorist attack are relatively low, especially a terrorist attack that blinks and shoots you the bird. Yes. God. You're likely to be, you're more likely to be killed um, hitting a deer with your car. 200 Americans die on average yep. every year from car collisions with Lightning deer. Lightning strikes, I think, are a little bit more likely. Than I'm sure you are. I, I, you probably, you know, coconuts kill people, mm-hmm. including a t- um, the toll from 9/11. The average uh, number of Americans to die each year from international terrorism since 1981 is 145. So that's still less than deer. Ex- um, excessive fear from terrorism hurts Americans, too. After 9-11, many people chose to drive rather than fly, leading to a thousand additional deaths in automobile wrecks. A thousand. Boston's, cr- Boston's crazy reaction reinforces the theme that I've been sounding in recent columns. Decentralization of authority is always better than centralized power. I agree with that. 1-800-259-9231. More about the Boston insanity here in moments. Your calls as well about anything. It is your show. It's Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll-free line for you. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are completely free, including archives and entire year's worth of the show right there on the front page of the website for your downloading convenience at freetalklive.com. Do you have a child in your life? Be they son, daughter, or sibling. Give them financial literacy. A Kid's Journey to Getting Rich by Jewel Thornton teaches a, kid, a child the basics of finance, money management, and real estate investment. 
School doesn't teach kids about money. Only their loved ones can do that. Give your special child a kid's journey to getting rich. Order it at akidsjourney.com. That's akidsjourney.com or call 1-800-657-5066. That's 800-657-5066. And it is Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. And uh, Julia, obviously a new voice on the show this evening. Many of you uh, probably never heard her before, so we're probably going to get to know her as, uh, as time continues to, uh, to go on. She's just sitting here taking it all in so far. She is. She's doing a fine job of that. Um, and uh, we're going to get back into the story from Boston, this just absurd story about the signs, the flashing Aqua Teen Hunger Force signs that caused so much uproar, so much controversy. For what reason? I'm still not too sure what the excuse of the uh, authorities for their overblown response was in this particular case, but the results have been pretty dismal. The, the end of this story is really disappointing, and I'll bring that to you here in moments, but we're going to the phones first and talk to Nick in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hello, Nick. Hi, guys. Hi, hey, Nick. Um, I just want to, well, I want to say quickly, I'm probably going to be headed up to Ed Brown's at some point this week. Oh, excellent. Um, but that being said, uh, I want to go back to the income tax arguments just okay. for a minute. Okay. Um, I think there's a lot to be said for not paying your taxes because they're burdensome and you shouldn't let people steal from you. But um, as to the argument that the income tax is inconstitutional, I've really never... I've read the 16th Amendment a lot, mm-hmm. and I've never seen really any wiggle room, except that people claim it wasn't properly ratified, but I think that's kind of a, a long shot. I, I can't imagine that it made it... It was a very controversial amendment from the beginning. I can't imagine that um, somehow they managed to slide it there in. An amendment managed to slide it in when nobody paying attention. There were people that were against it. Why didn't they raise uh, a ruckus then? I mean, could you just slide an amendment into our Constitution now without somebody yeah, taking up a fuss? Yeah, it's awfully conspiratorial sounding, isn't it? Mm, possibly. I mean, it may not have been so much opposed because it only, at the time... The way the proposed tax codes were written only targeted the very wealthy. Well, if it wasn't opposed, though, um, and the wealthy have a great uh, big big old voice in government, but if it wasn't opposed, then it would have been ratified properly, and then there's no problem. You right. see, so it was either opposed or it wasn't. It was either ratified or it wasn't, but it doesn't really go that it was um, unopposed but unratified. To me, all of it is moot. I mean, it, it doesn't matter to me at all. It's it's right versus wrong, and it's wrong to tax people. It's wrong to turn them into slaves. So it doesn't really matter to me whether it, it was passed or ratified or not. Well, I agree with you, but I think some people are going to fall on their face if <laughs> Congress actually... I mean, the argument I've heard is that there isn't a lot of pay income taxes. Generally, people make the argument there isn't a lot of pay income taxes, so I'm not going to pay. That is the argument but that a lot of people make. Even if there is no law, it seems pretty clear to me that Congress can level... I mean, it's, it's a, can, I, can I just read the amendment very quickly? It's sure. very short. Yeah. Um, the Congress shall have power to lay and collect taxes on incomes from whatever source derived, without apportionment among the several states, and without regard to any census or enumeration. So basically, I mean... I've heard a lot of wishy-washy arguments about what's income and what's not, Mm -hmm. and I really think people are going to fall on their face for making that argument, even if they have good intentions, because even if there isn't a law that the average worker has to pay incomes, it's, it's clear that they can just make one. 
That's how that's that's why I'm that's why I'm concerned about the people who take that particular position, the people that say, well, there is no law. I mean, they they would come back by saying, well, the reason why they they haven't just made a law is because it'd be unconstitutional for them to make that particular law because of the way uh, direct apportion direct uh, income taxes and apportionment. And like there's a lot of uh, technical legalese sort of terms in regards to the income tax that I don't really know too much about. But the income tax experts, the tax freedom experts would would very easily be able to pull out and say, well, Nick. You know, they, the reason why they aren't making these laws is because they can't. It's unconstitutional for them to make these laws, so therefore they won't ever be able to. I don't know if I agree with them or not, which is why, to me, again, it's, it's all just a moot, moot point because it's just wrong to tax people. Right. And they could, I mean, in today's society, sadly, um, they could probably pass another amendment if they had to to justify the taxes. They could. Uh, I think. I they, think there would be, as it stands right now. But they don't now, need to. Right now what they have is a Supreme Court that stands behind them. The Supreme right. Court stands behind them and says, well, all of these tax arguments are frivolous, and it's clear that there's, uh, there are legal income taxes, and uh, you're going to jail if you don't pay them. So they don't really have to jump through all those hoops for us. Um, they well, don't have to answer any of the questions. They don't have to do anything. They, they have the guns, and they're not afraid to use them. That's what it all boils down to. Right? Well, yes, yes and no. I mean, the, the courts have ruled both ways. So there's an interesting situation where you have some courts saying there's a law. And That's true, but, they, but also, even though the courts have ruled both ways, the courts won't allow you to bring the negative, or the, the courts won't allow you to bring the anti-tax court rulings into court. So it's, it's almost as though that they didn't rule at all. Yeah, and do you really want to take that chance? Do you want to go to court and, and say, maybe they'll let me and maybe they won't let me um, discuss some of these uh, b- ambiguous rulings? I don't. That's why I'm paying my taxes. Right, I don't either. (laughs) I mean, when it all comes down to it, I don't want to go to jail. I guess the question becomes, what is it going to take to get you to stop paying your taxes? Um, That's a very good question. I'm not exactly sure yet. Do you think it would I've, be I've some? Given it, I've given it some careful thought. So, do you, you think know. it would be a, a certain number of people who also decided to stop paying taxes, sort of like a first one thousand pledge for taxes? Um, yeah, I'm kind of waiting to see right now. Um, a, a good number of the free staters that I've met um, in and around Keene haven't paid income tax in many years. So That's true. I'm just kind of waiting to see if if they're going to get away with it for quite a while or. Um, if they all end up uh, how it goes tossing the pokey yeah yeah it's true um there there there's a chance that they uh, will be let slide they've certainly been let slide for uh, for a long time there's also a slight chance that the government will decide to take to 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 pick on one of them, but if they do, then I don't think they really understand what they're going to be getting into because there's a lot of people that are going to stand behind those free staters. I know who you're talking about, like Russell Canning and and others who have not paid uh, have not paid federal income tax in a long, long time. I know I'm going to stand behind them. I know that uh, probably most everybody that is in the area is going to as well. So they, I don't think they quite understand what they're getting into if they uh, if they decide to make a move like that. No, I don't think they do. <laughs> Very good, Nick. Hey, thanks for the call. We appreciate hearing. So, from what you. are they getting into if they make a move like that? Uh, they're going to get into a little bit of a messy situation, I think. How so? Well, I don't think they realize the people that they're going up against. Well, I mean, what difference does this make? They've got all the guns. It doesn't matter. They do have all the guns, but it. Uh, we certainly made a difference with uh, Lauren Canario down in uh, New London, Connecticut. She probably would still be in jail if it weren't for the efforts of the Free Staters. Made a st- um, you certainly made a stink around uh, her being jailed. Right. Calling up the prosecutors, calling up the judges, calling up the uh, the people involved in the case and letting them know that we're watching and that uh, we're not forgetting about these people and that they're, they're cared about. They're individuals who uh, who we appreciate and we like and we want to see set free. 
and I don't think that they were expecting that. And as a result, they let Lauren Canario out probably earlier than they might have um, otherwise. They seem it's to specu- have let her out early. It's speculation on my part for sure, but I think that as more people come here as part of the Free State Project, it's going to become even more and more difficult for these federal agents to get away with the things that they've been able to get away with with impunity. They certainly have gotten point. away with impunity. I, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I just wanted to know what, what, what is it you're planning to do? So, I, I don't think there's. So. I don't think there is a plan per se, Mark. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really seems like mostly what we've been doing so far is just reacting. I mean, we've all been taking the shots as they come and trying to figure out exactly what's uh, what the Feds are doing. For instance, you've got Dave Ridley, who's uh, the next target of the Feds. He's going to uh, another court hearing in March. We don't know what's going to come of that. But I know that us being behind him is certainly going to give him better odds than he would have without us being here, don't you think? Doesn't hurt, that's for sure. All right, 800-259-9231 is the toll-free packet 8.net line for you. Also on the way, the latest in the Boston Aquatine Hunger Force case. It's a really not, a, not such a positive finish. It's really kind of disappointing. More on the way. We'll give you that story coming up. 800-259-9231, Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. That's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, totally free. We do ask that you voluntarily support the show by buying some stuff at amazon.freetalklive.com. That's where you can go to shop and get virtually anything that you need in life. 35 categories of products, everything from books to office products to sporting goods, accessories, clothing, I mean, uh, DVDs, it's all there for you. Amazon.freetalklive.com, free super saver shipping on many of the products that you'll find there. And the best part is, not only are you getting great deals and great uh, shipping deals, but also a percentage of your sale will go to benefit Free Talk Live if you shop through Amazon.freetalklive.com. Again, Amazon.freetalklive.com. As we go to the phones, to the fun, Owen in Washington, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hello, Owen. Yeah, I just heard that guy, from Nick from New Hampshire, talking yeah. about the 16th Amendment. Yeah. <clears throat> now, it's there was a case, um, I was just trying to look it up here while it's on hold. Okay. I've read it before, where it clearly stated, in the, the, the United States Supreme Court clearly stated, the 16th Amendment confers no new powers of taxation. And the Pollock versus Farmers... Then why did, the, hold on, then why did we get a 16th Amendment if it doesn't um, give any new... Uh, New ways of because they're trying to fool everybody, right, Owen? Yes and no. It further limits the collection of an income tax and further and defines it as an excise tax, which can only be on a tax on privileged activities. You earning a living is not a privilege; it's a right. Okay. You have the right to contract with you, me, anyone out there. How come all these people are going to jail? For not paying because taxes. we have an uninformed society. I understand. Uneducated. I understand that they're uninformed, and un, uh, but why are the courts allowing this to happen if the Supreme Court has already ruled otherwise? Because, because there's a, because it allows for an inconsistency in the courts. The, the United States Supreme Court won't touch it any anymore because they've already ruled on it. These are old times. rulings, right? These are old. I mean, what, what, the this ruling that you're reading from when? Is, this has been after the 16th Amendment has been passed. Mm-hmm. Then before that, there was a already a, a Supreme Court ruling saying they can't levy a direct tax on citizens. And, so, this, and then after that, this says the 16th Amendment confers no new powers of taxation. If they couldn't lay a direct tax on the on the pay of citizens before the 16th Amendment, 16th Amendment confers no new powers of taxation. 
They can't do it after the amendment. So why wouldn't the judge allow those, um, in the Ed Brown case, allow the Ed Brown to bring up those points? Because the courts are corrupt, straight up. Well, then what do we, we do? We have a corrupt court system. What, what do, do we, we do? do? We go to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. But, uh, I'm already here. Right. <laughs> well, there's already, there's been a man who went to jail, and he wrote an excellent book. In fact, you guys should have him on the show. You can explain this a lot better than I can. Who's that? His name is John Baptist Kottmeyer, Jr. Uh, John Baptist. And what book did he write? He wrote the book, Piercing the Illusion. Okay. And what's that about? And you can, well, it's basically, it's, it goes into the whole biblical side of the taxes, the whole biblical government, and then it goes through the legal side of what uh, the law says about the income tax. Right. So, uh, uh, what's your... Through, he's, I was just going to say... He, what's he's your, actually been to jail. He was wrongfully arrested mm-hmm. after he even had... The, basically, he had the prosecutor admit he was right. But you're still going to go to jail because uh, we don't want the truth out. Yeah, well, it figures. I mean, that's what we've been seeing here, case after case, time after time, is the federal government will... Uh, it colludes with itself to well, prevent uh, itself from being, being overturned. You should get, the, should get this guy on as a guest. I, have I, his number I, around here. I just, you know... It's, just the, it's too hard to chase down guests t- and, you know, find oh, no, people he, and he, that kind of thing. We, we don't run a guest oh, show. He, he, if he, he wants to call in, he's welcome to call in and talk about anything yeah. he wants to talk about. And but, I don't want to get a, somebody on to promote another book. I mean, it's just, there's too much of that going on. It, it, really, the whole tax thing... Tax talk, somebody does tax talk out there, and it, it isn't that listen to of a show. Yeah, I I personally am getting tired of of, uh, of all the tax issues because it really, it's... it's you, it, it all boils down to the same thing time and time again it doesn't matter what the law says the law has been interpreted different in different ways by different supreme courts and it doesn't matter what it says what matters is who's got the force behind them and right now the federal government has the force they've got the guns they're not afraid to use them um are they going to use them on ed brown only time will tell we've yet to see what's going to happen in that particular case that could change the face of everything depending on uh depending on what dis- what end uh, what decisions end up being made there and uh and will will it all matter anyway when people come here to new hampshire and make a stand for freedom and liberty i don't think it will anymore I think if enough people come to New Hampshire and say screw you to the federal government, then uh, there's nothing they can do about it. Once it once the uh, once the anti-tax mentality reaches critical mass, then no law is going to matter anymore. How do you feel about that, Owen? Thanks no, for the call. Hmm? Law mattering. That's what we already have. I'm we sorry. Have a government you... that doesn't care what the law says. Right, and I don't care what the law and says either. We end up. It ends up as fascism. Right. We well, that's the fascist police state. Right, and somebody's going to have to oppose that fascist police state at some well, point, and that's, that's, that's going to be we're us. We're all supposed to be armed. We're all supposed to be able to rise up until they put the government back down where it belongs. Exactly right. Which is that's why, why I've got an AK upstairs. <laughs> exactly right, Owen. Thank you for the call. We appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Because it is, it's, 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 it's. I've had enough of it. I've had enough of the debate as to whether or not taxes are legal or not. I've had enough of the uh, the hair splitting. Really, because that's really what it is, right? It's hair splitting over, well, who wrote what and what law where and whose 16th Amendment was passed by who, ratified where, whoever, whatever, Supreme Court, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Taxes are slavery. And I refuse to be a slave. You want to throw me in the clink because of it? That'll just prove that you think we're slaves. And that's fine. Because you want to throw me in a sl- you want to throw me in a clink you want to throw Julia in the clink you want to throw because I know she's been talking about stopping paying taxes 
recently. It's difficult when you work for somebody, isn't it, Julia? It is, but apparently uh, there's a way to sort of get around it. How's that? Um, well, as I understand it, if you file exempt and just let your employer know that your accountant handles your taxes, uh, you're supposed to pay at the end of the year, but I just well, wouldn't pay. The, the employer assumes you pay at the end of the right, year. Right, then it's no longer the employer's responsibility, so-called, to to collect those taxes. And why would it be? Why should the employer have to do that work of collecting taxes for the government? They shouldn't. I mean, if I open a business, so now I have to do work for the federal government? Wait a minute. I'm opening my business. This doesn't right. have anything to do with the federal government. So, again, the the issue of taxes has more to do with the courage of the American people than anything else. And right now, you've got uh, two people in the sitting in this room who are going to have the courage to not pay, and one person who is uh, going to continue paying like a good little citizen. <laughs> well, Isn't that right, Mark? I'm probably going to continue to pay, yeah. Because you're afraid of being thrown in a clink. Yep, don't want to go to jail. That's true. You've been there once before. Yeah, so. it stinks. It's a bad yeah. place to be. And, and I don't want to go uh, to jail either, but at the same time, I don't want to be a slave. And I, for you know, I, I do a radio show for a living, and you bring me checks, Mark, for uh, for these advertisers that want to come on the air. It's nobody's business but ours who is advertising on Free Talk Live. I'm not going to report any of this information to any other uh, body of uh, bureaucrats. It's none of their business. They sure want to know. Well, they can go screw off, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Who the hell are they? Who are they? They apparently they're are They're a bunch betters. of strangers. No, they're not our betters. They apparently they're are. They're people, and they're S-stinks too, Mark. Yeah, I agree. And I refuse to acknowledge that they are somehow better than I am. And by paying taxes and being their little bitch, that would be acknowledging that, wouldn't it? It looks that way. Yeah, well, I'm not acknowledging that, and they can go screw off as far as I'm concerned. Screw them and screw all their taxes and their stupid rules. If a lot, if, if, a, bunch of, if a bunch of people felt like you did and did like you did, yeah. there wouldn't be any taxes. Well, that's right. That's why a bunch of people need to come to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, and they need to find the courage that you have yet to find, Mark. Uh, well, they need to hey, find that courage. Put, put up a, a poll um, or whatever, and, and you, know, you get 10,000 people here in New Hampshire that say they'll do it, I'm with them. 10,000 people, that's all you want? Yeah, that sounds good to me. That's a reasonable number, considering uh, 20,000 is the number of people that are going to come here as part of the Free State yeah. Project. So so does that mean that once the Free State Project has completed, that you will stop paying taxes? Like, if let's say no, we no. just get to uh, the 20,000. No, why would I do that? I mean, those people haven't said that they would stop paying taxes. Oh, I they see just moved to the Free State Project. I see what you mean. Isn't it possible that maybe those people are waiting for someone like you to uh, stand up and say... Uh, All I'll say is that I'll sign, a, um, I'll sign a petition that says that I'll do it as soon as they do. I've been thinking about going with the We the People um, thing. I like the way they do it. Um, the, the We the People organization yeah. saying essentially Basically, that... Basically, we're willing to pay our taxes as soon as you answer some questions. I, yeah, that is an appropriate uh, approach, and I think maybe you should talk to uh, Bob Schultz about that up the upcoming uh, Liberty Forum. Maybe I will talk to him few... about it. I have, uh, you know, I mean, I I have some questions, but I've made a promise to my wife too that I'm not going yeah. to. Uh, I mean, we file together. We are, you know, our money's together and all that. Stuff. I see. It's the wife thing. That's really what the problem is. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've made a promise to her that I would not get myself thrown in jail over taxes. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one is the toll free number. You can take control of the airwaves. Uh, and since I mean, since we're talking about it, if you've had experience at uh, at not paying, and have they come after you? If you want to share your story at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one, you're welcome to do that. Still on the way, the disappointing results, the end of the story, at least so it seems in Boston with the Aquatine Hunger Force signage, the dangerous bomb threats. What happened as a result of all that? Well, we'll find out. Somebody has stepped down from their position in uh, Turner Broadcasting. It's uh, really disappointing. 
and uh, we'll share that with you on the way. 800-259-9231, not the best of cells, but uh, it's certainly an interesting story. More on the way. It is Free Talk Live. Hour 2 is coming up. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. The packet 8.net toll-free line for you. Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site totally free. We uh, give them away. Those other radio talk show hosts charge for them. So enjoy a free website at freetalklive.com. We talked about uh, taxes last hour. Also talked about the Aqua Teen Hunger Force situation. We'll give you the latest on that story here. It's not a happy ending, unfortunately. Uh, that's all coming up in your calls as well, 800-259-9231. Well, let's go to the phones and to the phone. Let's talk to Calvin in Pennsylvania. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hello, Calvin. How are you guys doing this evening? Good. What's on your mind? Well, there's a lot of people out here like myself that would be more than willing to go along with this, not not pay federal taxes. Okay. What's because, holding well, you back? We've all, we've all heard their arguments on both sides. But you've got to remember, there's a lot of us that have children. Yep. And you have families and stuff. we cannot lead the way with children, because the government, you know as well as I do, will yank them away from you quickly. So essentially, uh, they're using... Now, how would, you, how would the government take your children if you didn't pay taxes? I'm just wondering what well, the scenario... Well, you pay taxes... Not only are they going to arrest me, but they're going to arrest my wife. They are. Now, if they arrest us, what happens to our kids? They go into foster care. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Then your fa- your other members of your family, your parents and that, that type uh, such, have to fight to get the kids back. Yeah. Right. So how would somebody like us be able to turn around in that situation and be able to go along from the beginning? It's It, it makes it really hard to do. I see that. I, I understand. I've not, I never had once suggested that not paying taxes was an easy thing to do. It's simple, uh, but it's not easy. It's simple in that all you have to do is just stop. It's not easy in that it's scary and uh, things things could be taken from you. I mean, yes, I understand you've got children, but I've got houses, so it's not like I've you know I've got absolutely nothing <laughs> I'm to lose. I'm bouncing a ba- little baby well, house hey, on my knee. Just my house? No big deal. I can replace that. Well, not, it was, it's not easy to replace a house. I mean, it's not it's not a easy. lot easier to replace a house and try and get back children. Yeah, I see where you're coming from, and I and I I have, I, uh, I I can't empathize. I sympathize with your situation, but I I just wonder what it's going to take. I mean, what would it what would it take to convince you to stop paying taxes? If there were enough people that could get together at the same time and do it in a group, as a group, let everybody know that hey, put our names out there. We're the ones that are doing it. We're standing here. We're right behind you. How many right people would it take? The whole way. How many people? Honestly, I don't know what kind of figures it would take. How many people are in the U.S.? How many people would it take where the government would be able to turn around and say, that's just too many. We can't argue with that. We cannot use our um, our powers. <laughs> so I, I can't imagine that they would that. ever just give up, but they may stop doing something about it. And there's a lot of people out there that don't pay taxes that they're not doing anything about. Well, there about. are millions of Americans that yeah. don't pay I've taxes. I've heard numbers like six, 67 million, 68 million people. I've heard that, numbers like that, too, yeah. I can't. Well, I don't know. It's crazy people, to me. Who are they? Well, Nobody they're all... knows. We don't hear about them. Right. right. Big problem. Well, that's I mean, how can you say, okay, there's six million people out there not paying taxes? Okay, great. Where can I find these people? Where can I 
be able to address it. They're all oh, flying you know, under the radar. Down the road. They're all flying under the radar. None of them want to be found. None of them want to uh, to be singled out. None of them want to be uh, to be pointed out. That's why they need to do it as a group. Well, yeah. now there's now there's the group, We the People organization. The others, like myself. Now, now hold on. There's there's the We the People the organization. What about them? Do they count? I'm sorry, I didn't miss that. Do uh, do We the People count the uh, the thousands of individuals who are filing or in right now in the middle of a class action lawsuit against the federal government? For the yes, you do, but we're, we're not hearing about it. That's oh yeah, you are. We've talked about them on this show yeah, a number many, of times. many times. This is the first time I've ever listened to your show. Oh, okay. Give me liberty. dot org. I, I, I recently um, was uh, talking to some people, and my views came out, and they, they looked at me and they said, "You're not a Republican. You're a Libertarian." <laughs> Excellent. Um, go to go to give me liberty. dot org. And uh, check out the We the People organization. Yeah, the We the People organization is a national organization of uh, a pretty liberty-minded people that has essentially filed a class action lawsuit against the federal government. And the, the essence of the suit is that if you don't want to answer our questions, and they've got a variety of questions that they're asking the government, they're asking questions about taxes, they're asking questions about the legality of the Iraq war, they're asking a variety of, again, questions to the federal government that they re- the feds refuse to answer. They're, this is a group that is essentially saying, hey, look, you know, we are law-abiding people. Uh, we wouldn't mind paying the taxes if you would just take the time to answer these simple questions that we have for you, but they won't answer the questions, and so therefore these thousands of Americans have decided that they are going to stop paying taxes, and a number of them are families, uh, people with families, a number of them are people with children. So um, head over to, yes, GiveMeLiberty.org, that's GiveMeLiberty.org. I've already written that down. And uh, learn more about that, and thanks for the call, man. We appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231, the toll-free packet8.net line. Now, of course... How is it that people are supposed to hear about organizations like, uh, like the We the People group? You, you can't. There's no national reporting that goes on on organizations like this. It's like there's a media blackout when it comes to uh, anti-tax groups. It's almost as though they don't exist. You have to hear about them from a friend or a family member or Free Talk Live. Otherwise, you, you just aren't going to come across the information. And so there you go. I don't know why I don't know why it is that they don't they don't uh, mention them on the news, but they don't. And there's thousands of people that belong to this uh, We the People organization. Why don't they get mentioned on the news? That's another question ent- entirely. Somebody some might suggest that it's uh, it's all a conspiracy by the the news people to uh, to pump up the government. Why that would be, I'm not sure. Maybe it's because uh, the elites or whatever are all working together to keep us all enslaved. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's go to Ken in Massachusetts. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hello, Ken. Hello. Hi, Ken. What's Talk on your mind? You. Hey, um, my understanding, and I'm not really a constitutional expert, is um, I've uh, I've heard it argued that the 16th Amendment uh, only uh, provided provisions for um, basically kind of a uh, capital gains tax for uh, corporations. It doesn't look that way. I mean, when you read it. No. No. I can't say that I have uh, read it directly, so... um, uh, I understand. It seems like a lot of people, you know, have that... They've been given that sort of uh, impression. I have, too. I've heard some people argue very um, effectively in that direction. And that would make sense, wouldn't it? Because if you're a corporation... Then you have gone through the process of becoming government-approved. Right. You are a government-approved entity. A corporation is something that the government created. It's a legal fiction, as they call it. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so your, uh, your point makes a lot of sense in that mm-hmm. if you've jumped through the hoops to become a corporation, then you have to also jump through whatever other hoops the government puts up for you in order to retain your corporate status. 
it's it's kind of interesting how the um, rise of uh, the uh, income tax system and the Federal Reserve System seems to have kind of gone hand in hand in recent years with a push to eliminate capital gains tax. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know much seems, about that. Well, it, well, it, you don't have to really dig too deep. I mean, uh, like uh, Republican, uh, mostly on the Republican side, like um, supply side siders, like uh, Ronald Reagan. I remember pushing largely for elimination of the capital gains tax. I, I understand why they would want to do that, but I mean, uh, you know, mostly the capital gains tax it helps the rich, the people that are the very least invested. I'm not saying that uh, people shouldn't be, um, uh, that people should be taxed on, the rich people should be taxed and the rest of them shouldn't or anything like that. I'm just saying that it, uh, I don't know, I mean, it, 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 it has sure. bad PR to it. Yeah, it, it does, it does, but I mean, it's it just... Um the idea that uh, like elimination of capital gains tax, and I mean it's pretty clear cut. They've said elimination of capital gains tax seems to like could position a uh, an elite like living completely above the tax. It I sure mean, would. Yeah, there are people who live live exclusively off capital gains. They absolutely do. Elimination of I'm working capital, on it. Right. So. It's interesting. It's damn interesting. So it makes me, you know, wonder. Um, Ken, do you do you pay taxes? Do you pay income taxes? Oh yeah. Why? I mean, it's kind of a moot point. Well, I'm um, I'm on a uh, with I I have my taxes withheld. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned this whole exemption thing. I never knew that was even an option. So it kind of raised some eyebrows. Like I never even thought about not paying in federal income tax. I'm not because. sure how you go about doing it. I know Julia's uh, looking into the details. Just on, on that. W four. It's something about just a, a W four. Is it is it just a box you check? Basically, yeah. yeah. It's really? just a box you check for exemption. Um, as I understand it, it just so if you if you've already filled the W four out, you get another one and you resubmit a, another one. You right? need to ask your employer for another one. Mm-hmm. Give that a now shot. The sixteenth amendment says that without regard to any census or enumeration, it's, it doesn't sound to me like you'd run a census on corporations. You run a census to count people. Yeah, I think the sixteenth amendment's about people. Thanks for the call, man, and Soylent Green is as well. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. The latest on the Aqua Teen Hunger Force situation on the way. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. The packet 8.net toll-free line for you. That's 1-800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are totally free. Shrine of Female listeners included. Dozens and dozens of ladies have sent us their validated photo. To prove that they listen to the show, head over to shrine.freetalklive.com to see what that's all about. That is shrine.freetalklive.com. Who's the most pro-liberty individual in the United States Congress? Ooh, ooh, Ron Paul. Ron yeah, Paul. Most people would say that it's Ron Paul. Register now for the New Hampshire Liberty Forum, February 23rd through the 25th, 2007. It's coming up, what, a week and a That's half? That's less than two weeks, yeah. Meet presidential uh, candidate Cron- Congressman Ron Paul and other inf- influential people. You see how excited I am about meeting him? Yeah, you called him Cron Paul. Cron Paul. Ron Paul. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my. Register at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. That's freestateproject.org. Meet Cron Paul. 1-800-259-9231. We've been talking taxes. Now we're going to shift gears back to the story about Aqua Teen Hunger Force. As you know, about a week's, uh, about a week's time ago, there was uh, a bit of a, an explosive controversy, so to speak, coming out of Boston, which, of course, actually had nothing to do whatsoever with explosives, though the, uh, the uh, mayor of Boston and the Boston Police Department would have very much liked it to have. 
I mean, if it had actually had something to do with explosives, then they might have actually looked like they were competent. Right. But instead, the story was, uh, of course, that uh, there were some individuals who placed some signage up around the city of Boston, as well as other cities, uh, Austin, New York, Portland, uh, I think nine or ten cities around the country had these Aqua Teen Hunger Force flashing light signs posted out uh, and around the city. And they were up for two weeks, uh, two to three weeks, until somebody finally took notice of it. Somebody paranoid, apparently, uh, took notice of one of the signs, got all upset, and uh, and called the police. The police rolled out the bomb yeah, trucks. They, apparently, they thought the penguin had Boston under siege and had put <laughs> flashing lights with little characters with shooting the bird at the police, and they were going to blow up and shoot noxious gas all over the city, yeah. and everybody would die with a big smile on their face. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's, Am I supposed to believe this? It is. Am I supposed to believe that these bureaucrats that we pay are that? Freaking stupid! But what's even more, what's even more unbelievable is how the story has wrapped up at this point. It's how pathetic uh, Turner Broadcasting has turned out to be. I thought that I thought for a little while, um, guys, that this was going to turn out okay because yeah. when they arrested the two dudes that had put up the signs, they were sort of laughing it off. They were sure. playing it off as though it was a big joke. They were it is doing a big a, joke. They were doing a, a press conference all about hairstyles instead of actually answering questions about the signs, comedy. which I thought was absolutely brilliant. So I thought I thought this is good. This bodes well for uh, for the end of uh, this particular story. But no, in fact, the ending isn't so happy. According to the Associated Press in Atlanta, the head of the Cartoon Network resigned on Friday following a marketing stunt that caused a security scare in Boston. No, no. The stunt didn't cause the scare. The overreacting authorities caused their own scare. Yeah, they did. The announcement about Jim Samples resigning was made in an internal memo sent to Cartoon Network staffers. In a statement to employees, Samples says he regrets the stir that the stunt caused. Samples said, quote, it's my hope that my decision allows us to put this chapter behind us and get back to our mission of delivering unrivaled original anima- uh, animated entertainment for consumers of all ages. Samples said he felt compelled to step down effective immediately in order t- in recognition of the gravity of the situation that occurred under my watch. I just why? can't imagine. What, what, what gravity? Yeah, why is he doing this? You didn't do anything wrong, man. You just went out and you tried to promote one of your shows and some idiots... In the Boston Police Department, some fools in Boston government decided to take it a little bit too far, to take you a little bit too seriously. I just don't understand why these people don't have any cojones when it comes to this stuff. When it comes to standing up against the government? Why? In this particular circumstance, what is Boston going to do to TBS? Well, that's what I'd like to know. A replacement for Samples, who'd been with the company for 13 years, by the way, was not immediately announced. The Cartoon Network is a division... 13 years? It sounds like he started the place. Uh, Cartoon Network hasn't been around that long. It's a division of the Atlanta-based Turner Broadcasting, whose parent is media giant Time Warner Incorporated. On Monday, Turner Broadcasting and an advertising agency agreed to pay $2 million in compensation for planting blinking electronic devices around the Boston area in a publicity stunt that set off a terrorism scare. No, no. Again, the stunt didn't set off the scare. Right. The Boston fools set off the scare. But the amazing thing is the media has just fell in line every single time yep. with the authorities on this one. Yep. Nothing but a bunch of sycophants. That's. It, I mean, it's like they. Oh well, we get this is where we get our news from from these people. We, right. we can't call the can't call a spade a spade here. And, no. and maybe that maybe they don't even know. Maybe they're not even looking at it. I was listening to a Boston radio station. I think it was the. 
It was certainly the weekend after it occurred, and I was listening to the show where this woman, I can't remember her name, but she's a police, police spokesperson during the week. Okay. And on the weekend, she has her own talk show on, uh, I, I, I think it's WBZ, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, and, you know, the people that were calling in, they wanted these, pe- these kids hung. They wanted to hang the them. The Bostonians? Yes. They wanted to crucify these children. What a bunch of idiots. young men. They were saying, oh, well, they're pot-smoking, long-haired idiots. Let's kill them. I mean, they, I, there was no... Oh, my There gosh. was not even any thought to it. It's, none, of, none of them made any, any kind of relevant, you know, any relevant um, conversation about it. All they were saying was, well, they knew what they were doing. They knew they'd bring us to a standstill. They knew that the, the, the big guns would come out and, and the bombs would come. They'd fly around to the Joker with his big jet airplane. Would Thank be, goodness we've I mean, got Boston authorities here to keep us safe from these flashing lights. These people are nuts. Yeah, they nuts. are nuts. And you know what? You'd think that maybe this was the uh, the way most Americans were thinking, but ABC News did a poll uh, the about this particular thing. They asked who's at fault in the scare, and the vast majority, 12,000 of the respondents in a total vote of 15,000, over 12,000 people responded and said that the local, state, and federal authorities were res- uh, were responsible for this. So A majority the vast said ma- that? The vast majority of respondents Maybe they were in this only, poll... You know how they screen phone calls on radio shows? I couldn't believe that nobody would, um, that nobody would uh, disagree with this. It's amazing. It's, I mean, it's just incredible. Now, the $2 million is what Turner Broadcasting is going to pay to the government. The agreement between Turner, Interference Incorporated, and several state and local agencies resolves any potential civil or criminal claims against the two companies they paid off the government so they wouldn't have any charges brought against them they were scared of the government in this particular case turner Who, which broadcasting government? i don't know the boston? boston government what apparently. is boston going to do to turner boston boston and the feds because department of homeland security was involved as well but what is home, homeland security wasn't brought out into yes, this yes they were well hold yes, on homeland homeland security why doesn't why didn't homeland security stop all those other blinking lights in those other nine cities because they're incompetent we should be able to bring boobs. a suit against nine, the, the homeland security my god we could have all died from those blinking lights in those other towns where they didn't stop traffic what about all the the um harbors and all those other towns where they didn't yeah. stop all the boats from going in and out with those blinking lights around are you telling everywhere. me the homeland security's that incompetent yes that's what i'm telling you god they're a bunch is, of idiots this is so stupid turner I, I, anybody who actually wants to I plant wish a bomb I was turner anybody, i wish i was ted turner me too i wish i was as well because i would have stood up against this because turner broadcasting has the money to say flip got, off screw you he's got the cameras he can get right. out there and he can hold a press conference and 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 tell these people look this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. This is the most incompetent display bring your of anything. You, bring, I, I mean, bring them on. Bring your lawsuits, bad boys. You got nothing. You're a bunch of cowards. You're a bunch of mama's boys. And you're yeah. idiots. Just People that actually think. If you, if you really still think that the government's going to keep you safe <laughs> after all of this, you really think that? If you're someone who feels that way, I want to hear from you. 800-259-9231. Is the government going to keep you safe? 1-800-259-9231. Do you really believe that? This is Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 800-259-9231. Want to hear from somebody who believes that Homeland Security is going to keep them safe? 1-800-259-9231. 
is uh, the number for you. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site there, completely free. And that does include the updates. You get signed up for the updates. We'll clue you in whenever there's something fresh to announce about the show. Get on the list at updates.freetalklive.com. That's updates.freetalklive.com. And do you have a child in your life, be they son, daughter, or sibling? Give them financial literacy. A Kid's Journey to Getting Rich by Jewel Thornton teaches the child the basics of finance, money management, and real estate investment. School doesn't teach kids about money. Only their loved ones can do that. So get your special child A Kid's Journey to Getting Rich. Order it at akidsjourney.com or call 1-800-657-5066. That's akidsjourney.com or 1-800-657-5066. So the news about the Aqua Teen Hunger Force situation in Boston has uh, finally boiled over. It's completely pretty much done at this point. Uh, The news is all bad. Turner Broadcasting and an advertising agency have agreed to pay $2 million in compensation for planting blinking electronic devices around the Boston area in a publicity stunt. Actually, a million of its compensation for the half million they spent. And the other million is um, really compensatory, you know, something like something much more, um, you know, it's punishment. Yeah, well, so I'm, so- I'm sorry, money. Compensation meaning like uh, the money's not the money's not going to compensate anybody. It's just going back into the coffers of the government. Well, the government spent money on what it did, and I but it didn't. But what about the people who lost money from you know? What about FedEx? Mm-hmm. How many packages were late? Um, yeah. What about the pizza delivery guys? What about people who are trying to get their product into the harbor and uh, they were a day late? When all that when all that merchandise is a day late, that's a lot of stuff. You know, that's, I that's don't a, think time Boston, is money. I don't think the city of Boston is going to be uh, doling out any of the any of those funds. No, you don't think they're going to give that to everybody? No, I don't think so. That Bumps they, that they um, inconvenienced with their stupid little shenanigans. The agreement between Turner and uh, several state and local agencies resolves any potential civil or criminal claims against the two companies. Bomb squads were called in and bridges and highways shut down January 31st where authorities found more than three dozen electronic boards depicting a boxy cartoon character giving the finger. Oh no! What will we do? We'll shut down the entire city of Boston over this. The device is planted in a subway station on bridges and other spots turned out to be part of a publicity campaign for the Cartoon Network's Aqua Teen Hunger Force. The campaign also had been staged in nine other big U.S. cities in recent weeks without drawing as much attention. Uh, Turner, because apparently more idiots live in Boston. I guess that's really what uh, the, the lesson to be learned here is. More stupid people live in Boston, Massachusetts than anywhere else in the country. Turner and Interference, a New York City-based marketing company, have accepted full responsibility and apologized. Jim Samples, who is the head, was the head of Cartoon Network, has stepped down, said in his statement to employees that his future will hold new professional challenges. I will always cherish the experience of having worked with you. I appreciate the support that you have shown me, said Samples in his memo. He added, as a friend and a fan, I also look forward to seeing your best and most personally fulfilling work yet. Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, blah, blah, blah. Each of you deserve nothing less. Well, isn't that nice? And so that's how it all ends. Two million dollars paid out to various different governments for their overreaction. Isn't it nice? You, As a government, you can overreact and get paid. Yeah. You can overreact and threaten, because that's what they did. The government uh, in this particular case was threatening all sorts of action and lawsuits and, and uh, scariness against Turner Broadcasting and this particular publicity uh, organization. And so they backed down, just like everybody backs down when it comes to fighting the government. Everybody backs down. A bunch of mama's boys is what this country's turned into. A bunch of cowards. 
I, I don't and understand. I'm, I'm sick of it. You know, I mean, just because the the government, I guess it's their legitimacy. I'm I'm not really sure I even understand why it is that people wouldn't tell them to go date, take a jump in a lake. I don't understand it either. If you can explain to to me why it is uh, that people are so deferent to authority, why it is that they believe that uh, whatever the authorities say must be the right thing to do, uh, we must not challenge them, we must not stand up against their decisions. 800-259-9231. As we go to the phones and talk to Lee in Mississippi, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Julia and Mark. Hello, Lee. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for being on the air. What's on your mind? Um, What do you guys think about um, the Constitution Party and the Libertarian Party uniting in support of Ron Paul? I think that would be great. I'll I'll take uh, votes for Ron Paul from any uh, position I can get them. I'm normally not much of a fan of uh, the Constitution Party, but if they want to get behind Ron Paul, I think that's a good choice for them. I think it's a good choice for them. I mean, he is pro-life, and that's one of their major staples. Yeah, it's uh, true. You and know, and no he's going to agree with everyone on everything. But he's, uh, he's pretty anti-immigration. He's probably um, so. Therefore, uh, he's probably. You uh, know, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. We're going to have to get him on the show and ask him about that. I can't. I find it hard to believe that he's really anti-immigration. How you can be a, a liberty-oriented person and be anti-immigration? That I, I just don't understand. Well, what, I, define anti-immigration for me, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Define that, Mark, because I don't understand. Well, um, basically, we don't want people from Mexico coming in the country anymore. Well, okay, I'm from Mississippi, so I'm, I mean, I'm obviously I'm stereotypical South, but just my personal opinion, I don't mind people coming here from all over the world. Me just neither. Come legally and come in an orderly fashion, so that. What if what if know, we made, hold on? Would you think it was okay if we made uh, the immigrants um, that came in the country, if we say, made them give uh, their left arm in order to come? Do you think that that would be a reasonable thing to ask them? Um, no. Well, what different? But it's legal, right? That's what we asked them to do. That's fair, isn't it? Uh, I just want them to come by the laws that maybe that we have already. What, what, but what we have laws... The laws suck. The laws stink, really. Okay. Which is I why, mean, which is why I want to hold Ron you're, Paul You're a guy from Mississippi, right? So you, you sound like a white guy. Chances are good your, uh, your ancestors moved here somewhere within the last 300 years, right? Correct. Why don't we kick out all the white people? Why don't the Indians kick out all the white people? They're really not here legitimately. You're right, man. We can go. We can go that far back. And and that's it. You know, the fact is, there weren't laws. Um, there weren't laws that were covering this when your ancestors came, or even if there were some laws, they were minor ones that checked them for ticks and fleas at the border. Um, at the border, and then let them go after three days. I mean, really minor stuff. Now we have this huge pile of paperwork that these people don't forget the fees. fees, fees, fees. Poor and ignorant um, people have to pay thousands of dollars, and then don't forget the lawyers that you've got to get just to get into the country. Wait ten years? My God, that's not fair. Follow the laws. The laws stink. Right, which is why I want to hold Ron Paul to the. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just saying that a lot of laws. I I agree with you on that. A lot of laws are um, just. I'm talking about these specifically. I don't know. I just kind of. I say if people want to work, they want to feed their families. They um they should be allowed to come into the country. Now I don't believe that I should be obligated to give them one penny from welfare, one penny in public schools, none of that stuff. I don't believe that yeah. that that's that should be an obligation. I don't believe I should have to give the, that to an American citizen or a foreigner. But yeah. I think that if somebody wants to come in here, get a job, and support their family, God bless them. That's what America's about. Come on in. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see. I can see. Uh, Validity in both sides, but I don't know. I'm just kind of. I'm, I just all I see is, is all I see is bigotry on the other side. I really do. Really? It's all I can't. I can't figure out one good reason. Please, I'm a Republican. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> 
I don't know. I, I kind of feel like if we had this a gigantic influx of just tens of millions of people that aren't from here, it seems like that maybe they would um, – if they're not – I don't know. I mean we don't even understand our values or we're mm-hmm. America, uh, you know, the history of the Constitution and stuff like that. Right. But especially if people come in a, just a, in a instant – you know, tens of millions of people. They have all this, you know, people power that maybe they could alter or change. There's just kind of a fear of that, you know. Yeah, I, I understand. Some people are scared that they're gonna even. they're gonna move into one geographic location and then take that geographic location over, and then uh, that geographic location will, uh, you know, disappear from the union. Why do we yeah. care? I mean, if Arizona disappeared from the union tomorrow, why do we care? If it did it willingly. If it if yeah, it seceded I, I from the union, I don't care about Arizona because I'm not from there. Oh, I'm just saying. Uh, the, yeah. uh, that's my question. If if you're from Mississippi, suppose Mississippi had 51 percent Mexican people in it, and those those Mexican people got the right to vote, and they voted, I want to secede from the union. We'll secede from the union uh, starting tomorrow. Hey, well, you'd awesome. sell your house, you'd move to Alabama. I mean, you know, it's... I'd, I'd be for that. I'm not against the seating. I'm, I'm for that. Okay. Good deal. Then, then let's uh, let the Mexicans let, in. Let's open the borders. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. Thanks, 800-259-9231. I mean, yeah, if your concern is that uh, they don't understand the country, then uh, well, don't shouldn't we start here first? Because people in America don't understand the country. As has been evidenced by this idiotic response to the Aqua Teen Hunger Force thing. More's on the way. You take control of the airwaves. It is your show. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll-free line for you. Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. All the features completely free, though we do ask that you voluntarily support the show by voting for us. We are currently the number one podcast in the world, according to podcastalley.com, but the it's lead is... really, really close. Tenuous. Yeah, uh, it's like 30, 30 votes. So we still need your votes to uh, continue being the number one podcast. Right now, please. And head over to vote.freetalklive.com if you've yet to do it. It's a once-a-month sort of thing, so easy to do. Uh, vote.freetalklive.com. All it requires is your email address. You will not be spammed. You won't. Your email address won't be sold. Uh, it just takes you a quick moment. Vote.freetalklive.com, and it makes a big difference for us because us being in the top ten, especially being at number one as we are right now, helps bring more new people to the show, meaning more new people finding the message of freedom and liberty. And that's a good thing, right, guys? Yes. As far as I'm concerned. 800-259-9231. Uh, let's go to the phones, to the amplifier line. It's Mike in California. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hello, Mike. Hey, everyone. Hey, hey I have a question about the technicalities of the, of trying to not pay your income tax if you do have a job and it's not as easy as working for yourself. Uh, you guys mentioned uh, the W-4, and there's basically one box on there that says how many exemptions you want or none, right? That's the box you're talking about? I believe so. No, no, no that's not and- it. The exemptions is... Uh- that's like how much you're going to have taken out of your pay. Well, now, Julia's the one that's uh, that's going through all of this. I mean, have you actually gone through the form filling out to discover? Um, I've, I've seen the form. I believe it, it says write zero if you claim exempt. And I used to claim exempt when I was a teenager and I worked, and I was allowed to claim exempt. So basically the only difference is that I'm not going to pay at the end of the year what I'm supposed to. I I had thought that meant the opposite. If you claim zero exemptions then they would pull out everything that they legally could. Hmm. That's not the case? I, I don't know. I, I don't I'm, believe so. Oh, been, this is something I've just started looking into right now. 
All right, well, then let me ask um, another related question that you may or may not know yet, because I'm curious. If there is a box that you can check and poof, your everything works and you're not your your taxes aren't being stolen from you, um, your money is that is what that's just income tax, right? There's you would still be having to pay for Social Security and and all that other crap. That is correct. As far as I okay. know, there is absolutely no way to completely eliminate Medicare or Social Security. Now I've well, got the W four up here on the I've, I've pulled it up. This ama- this internet is amazing. I'm telling you, um, I've got the W four here. And line number seven says I claim exemption from withholding for 2007 and certify that I meet both of the following conditions for exemption. Last year I had a right to refund of uh, all federal income tax withheld because I had no tax liability. And this year I expect a refund of all federal income tax withheld because I expect to have no tax liability. If you meet both of those conditions, write exempt here, line 7. So what you do is write exempt on line 7 and that's it. As far as the numbers and the addition and all that stuff, I can't tell you what that how that works. I'd be careful, it's always though, been a mystery I mean, to me. I'd be careful giving out legal advice, Mark. I'm not I mean, giving legal advice. I'm saying if that's you That's what you the, would do. That's what you're saying. No, no, well, I'm saying you if, you, if you feel that you, if you don't want any taxes taken out, you write exempt there. Uh, I'm not advising you to do okay. that, such a thing. Okay. That's, so how, that's, where that's how you would do it. Gotcha. Mike, uh, does that make it clear? It, well, no, but it certainly gives me a place to go, and I do appreciate the, uh, the suggestions. Thank you all. Very good. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Let's go to Kelly in Colorado. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian Julia and Mark. Hello, Kelly. Kelly in Colorado. I had you guys on, and uh, you guys were saying how if, if uh, we don't let the you know immigrate the reckless immigration come in, that would be considered racist. Is that what you said? Uh, my question, my my thought process is: is anybody who's on the other side of this issue, immigration issue, it seems to me whenever I talk to them, I ask them questions, I get them down to their final point. It always seems to be bigotry and about culture, quote unquote culture. Mm. Okay, I would say it, it, sh- it is a little bit about culture, but here's the deal. It, I don't think it's fair that – and it, again, I don't blame uh, the immigrants from coming over there. I think we should help them fix their country, even though we're going into a North American Union anyway. But again, I don't blame them one bit. Here's the problem. When they – when the, it could be Me- uh, Mexicans, Russians, Chinese, whatever, are coming up through Mexico. Mm-hmm. They're going to hospitals, and they're getting free medical care. I live in Colorado. I right. know this is, this is a fact. Okay, I think we've pro- I thought I, we've made it. Cl- I thought we made it clear, but maybe you didn't make it clear I enough, said, Mark. I said that I didn't believe that I should have to pay for their public school. I said I didn't believe that I should have to pay for their welfare, and I don't believe that a hospital should have to take uh, med- you know have to give them medical care right. under law. The fact well, is, a hospital okay. and it's a bad law. Uh, it says that a hospital has to take you in if. It doesn't believe that you can pay if you've had some kind of traumatic injury. And I don't but care yeah. if you're a Mexican or you're an American. If you can't, that's a business, and if you can't pay, you shouldn't be there getting their... Um, their that's exactly why there is laws for immigration. Yeah, they might be very tedious and bureaucratic, and I agree. We, there's things that could be changed. However, so that's we, why there are laws, and that's why we're not... I mean, I, I can barely afford to go to the doctor myself, and yet I walk in, or I can go down to the bank and try to get a loan. They want my social security, and they want all these things, right. and they're so, giving they're giving illegal immigrants uh, with, without any type of ID uh, house loans. So, 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 so oh, what is second? You you agree you agree with tyranny because we have tyranny? Is that no, what you're saying? No, I didn't say I didn't say anything about tyranny. I I am sick of tyranny. What okay. I'm saying is right as far as that, that's 
I mean, the globalists want these people to come over, and it, there's different factions. About 99 percent of these. Well, I look. Hey, I don't Ameri- know. Wait, wait, let me say this. About 99 percent of these poor Amer- these poor Mexicans who come over, I feel so sorry for them. I, I you know, if they're out in the street, I, I give them money. However, what's happening is it's a a lot of them are taking. Let's just say it's one percent. The uh, the Reconquistas, the La Razas, the Rajas, all those guys mm-hmm. that are in California. My brother lives there. I mean, they want to take it over. And they're they're ready to they're you know they're they're taking guns and and knives and they're mm-hmm. ready to do it now forget about those guys what about the people that are going to, to the hospitals for free getting loans that they don't even I mean they don't even have to show ID for it I, mean, I don't know I, anything so I don't know anything about a loan that they don't have to show an ID well, I for I can tell you that happens all throughout Texas and it happens here in Colorado now I mean you could if you don't take my word for it I look up on the internet it just I seems mean, crazy to me that you can get a loan without an ID I mean exactly. I wish I could get a loan without an ID. It's absolutely crazy. It, I wish so, I could alone without an ID. So wait, but so it's then, happening now. So then, would you agree that uh, we should end welfare and open the borders entirely? I don't think we should open the borders. Why? I, 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 and I don't think we should. I'm not saying we. Should, I, I don't agree with welfare, but I, you know that's a whole different topic. No, it's I, not a whole no, different topic. That's it's your excuse. absolutely whip, um, wrapped up in here. That's You're your saying that we shouldn't have um, we shouldn't have um, unfettered immigration. I'm saying we should. And th- the difference that you and I have is that we have to pay for these people in some capacity or another. I say we don't have to pay for them. They should be able to come to America and work like our ancestors worked and be able to build a life for themselves. You're saying, well, I'm not sure. Our ancestors had it right. Well, d- damn right they I, did. They built one hell of a country here, and now all this welfare crap is ruining it. Now, I, I, yeah, I, okay. Look, I don't, I don't. I, I'm with. If you're saying get rid of welfare, then I'm, I'm cool with that too. Right. I, that's not what I'm calling right. about. Right. We're but saying yeah, get rid of welfare. I'm saying get borders. rid of welfare and open the borders so that people, see, so that people can come and be free. What's wrong with that? No, that's fine. But that's not. But right now, you don't have that choice. Right now, oh, you have we don't have that choice with immigration either, my friend. You want to? Yeah, that's no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You're no, fighting you, against you immigration. Ron, you, were, you were talking about Ron Paul, and you were saying that he wants to get firm on immigration. Well, because his only choice now is okay. We can keep continuing with what we're doing now for the globalists, for the neocons and Bush, or we can apply our laws that we have today. Now, that's right now. It as. Well, Look, I don't know who the globalists are, but uh, as far as the laws that are concerned right. with today, we immigration's just need to get the rid baby. Of them. Welfare's the bathwater. All right, and that's the problem, and that's what nobody sees in this situation. They keep on. It's easy to put pin and pin it on the Mexicans or taking our fruit picking jobs. My God, Americans could do those fruit picking jobs too. But uh, you know, it's, it's not for the price. No, they, they can't be not for the price that they're willing to. That's the problem here. Absolutely, you, you don't like competition, do you? No, no, you don't no, like low I, prices. You want to go to Walmart and buy cheap products. Absolutely not. I'm totally against Walmart. I, 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 Walmart is part of the problem. They're, they're, these big global companies are the reason. And Bush oh, is being backed by these big global companies. I'm with you on that. Well, no, no, I, no, I you're hate not Walmart. with us. No, no, no. no, no, no I believe in. Com- I like Walmart. I believe in Thanks the free market much. and I believe in competition. Um, now, Walmart isn't entirely um, a free market uh, entity, but you know, not, I, nobody's an entirely free market entity how, with the how way is the government is. Very today. difficult to be that. What's okay, so let, so I believe that we should be, have a free market in labor. That means that people that want to work should be able to work. Meaning and there's no minimum wage. The, they should be able to set the price that they want to work for. There's no welfare. There's no minimum wage. I don't believe in. No I don't believe laws. in this, this union socialism nonsense. It doesn't well, make see, any sense to me. You can't fix a market. All you do is break it. 
so so what you're so if you continue with that, that you're 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 talking pure capitalism, which really doesn't make any sense. No, we're oh, talking wait, about pure free it? market. No, I'm not pure talking capitalism. about pure capitalism. No, 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 no. This is exactly. The, I mean, you, you guys are buying into the mindset of what exactly what the globalists want. And who are the globalists? The Rockefellers, the CFR, the the. Uh, the Trilateral Commission. commission uh, I just got my. Yeah, yeah, you guys think it's a, jo- fine. Yeah, it is it's a, a joke. joke. It is Shoot, a big joke. I just got my check from the Bilderbergers yesterday. I don't think it's a joke. Now, no, absolutely not. That's a nonsense that's been ha, taught ha, in these ha. public schools. The fact is, capitalism works. It, it works if you're if it's a free market. Yes, that's what yeah, you're doing. Absolutely. When you have billions and billions of dollars backing of this of a few companies, okay, like we're talking go about going back to a free market. And thanks for the call. Hour number three is on the way. That's what I want: freedom, liberty, not control. This is Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into hour number three, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll-free line for you. It is Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. That's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site completely free. And enjoy those. They're on us. freetalklive.com. And Mark, we just got off the phone with uh, Kelly in Colorado Mm -hmm. last hour. And I just wanted to recap a couple of mistakes that you made. Uh, I made mistakes? Yeah, you handled the call, I guess, fairly well. It was a f- pretty uh, intense call. Mm-hmm. And you went to uh, a word that unfortunately made you look bad. It's a, lo- it's a loaded word. It's a word that has... Uh, it only makes me dis- look bad to so- socialists and communists. The problem is the socialists and communists... Are everyone. Have, ...have really they've infiltrated society so thoroughly that people are scared of the word capitalism. Right, you use the word capitalism. Yeah. And at this point, capitalism has become a bad, bad word. It, it shouldn't be. It, I wish it weren't that way, but capitalism is a bad word, as anarchism is a bad word as well. Only, only by people who don't understand what capitalism means. Capitalism is the free market. That's it. That is it, what it's it, supposed it, to be. Yes. It has nothing to do with government interference. And it has in the nothing free to market. do with robber barons. No, it has nothing to do with any of that. Robber barons used the government to get the positions that they had. Yep. That's why they would call it be a, called a baron because they had power over people via the government, via, via the their government. connections. Via that's the what a baron. That that's knew. what a baron is. The baron is the government. Right. And so that's the only reason it's a bad thing is because people have misinterpreted it over time. And and when we actually ended the call, he came. Uh, he sort of agreed that the free market was a good thing. So mm-hmm. that's why I, that's why I advocate staying away from the term capitalism or capitalist, and staying away from the term uh, anarchism and anarchy and anarchy as well. They're both terms that have been completely destroyed by popular culture. They've been completely destroyed by bad journalism, bad reporting, and uh, that's why I think free market and free marketeer are just better because they haven't been. Decimated yet? Let's go to the phones and talk to Brandon in Japan. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hello, Brandon. Hey, what's going on, Vanderbilt? Hey, what's on your mind? <laughs> My Bilderberger brother. Hey, I just actually, I just wanted to respond <laughs> to the last call. I'm a little sorry that I missed all the fireworks. Yeah. Um, before I came to Japan, I lived in San Diego for 22 years. So since we're using uh, our uh, geographic or former geographic locations of residence as a uh, as a credential for opposing arguments, I thought I'd throw that in there first. Yeah, it has no... no I don't uh, care where you live. It, uh, you know, your opinion on immigration is just as valid or invalid. It doesn't matter where you live. Yep. Right. right. So 
from my empirical experience in uh, in San Diego, um, a lot of the violence that he's talking about that's, that happens on the border is not because of people wanting to come in here and to work. It's because of drugs, and that's a different problem. That's That goes to the whole war on drugs and why that entire – a uh, bundle of government BS should just be repealed. Well, no, I don't think he was talking about just violence on the border. He was talking about the people that, uh, the La Raza, the uh, Mecca, the, the people that want to essentially, That's allegedly, allegedly take uh, the southwestern portion of the United States back from Mexico. What, what do you have to say to that? Uh, so what if it's true? Well, I mean, if, it's honest, if it's honestly true, and I don't think it is, but, you know... Well, I believe it's true, Brandon. It makes perfectly good sense. In the early, in the late sixties and early seventies, we had a group called the Black Panthers. Why did we have them? Mm-hmm. Because we treated black people like crap. We told them that they were mm-hmm. less than a um, less than a first class citizen, and that they should, you know, get, they should be happy with the lowest jobs that we give them. Well, that's what we're doing with the Mexicans. And you're damn right, they're going to get militant. They're going to get dangerous, and they're going to be upset about being treated as second class citizens. And they should. Yeah. Well, when you feel like you're hated, um, yeah, you're gonna you want to separate back. yourself. People hate back. And in fact, right. Julia was telling me, uh, I think during the break, that you were listening to some Rush, uh, I guess some Rush Limbaugh recently, right? And what was it that he was saying? Um, he kept referring to uh, legal immigrants as Caucasians. He would not. So it it proved to me that it's really uh, about race. I can't see how it's not. If you if you stand in the, in the opposition of um, free immigration to this country, I can I can and I can knock down your reasons. What do you have left? You've got culture. And what is culture? I want to defend the culture we've got against the culture that's coming. And I'm sorry, that seems like sounds like bigotry brown to me. Brown versus white, white yep. versus brown. Sounds like the same. Okay. You know, I've got a house in Florida because geographic too. Uh, locations matter. I've got a house in Florida, and in that house in Florida, I've got some Mexican people who live there. I guess they're Americans now. I don't know. They have social security numbers. That's all I know. Um, and they live there. And the funny, the house looks exactly the same outside as it did before. There's not a piñata hanging from the tree. And there, there isn't, <laughs> any, bro- there there isn't is. any broken down uh, impalas in the driveway. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's nothing about this house. that there, there's I mean, plenty of no white di- people with people broken down no cars. These people are no different. Oh, there's plenty of white people with broken down saying, cars and crap in the front yard, too. All I'm saying is that, yes, as a matter of fact, I've lived next to white people with broken down cars and crap in the yeah. front yard. All I'm saying is these people are no different. I That's don't right. understand what people are complaining about. Brandon, any other thoughts? Right, absolutely. Yeah, I actually had a few more. Um, first, getting back to the whole uh, the whole Azatlan thing, if we're going to go by that logic, then shouldn't we deport all KKK members throughout the United States? Because... They want to take America back for the white people, and not just white people, but Protestant white people. So shouldn't they be uh, sent off to some other country where they can go have their own little white Protestant country of their own? Well, I mean, should they be sent off? Of course, uh, the answer is going to be no, they shouldn't be sent anywhere. But what they should do is they should maybe take a, take a page from the playbook of the people that they supposedly believe are coming here to form their own little area, and they should go and form their own little country. They All the little uh, the white separatist people should all move into the same area in, uh, you know, Montana or whatever, and uh, and go ahead and secede for themselves. That way they can have their little white paradise. I think that'd be just fine right. if they did that, but on their own. Right. Right. My last thought was um, he was talking at the end of his call about uh, globalist this and uh, you know government. The trilateral commission. Right. But the very but if you if you missed what he said at the very beginning of his call, his very first sentence was, "I think that we, we being the United States, have a responsibility to help these people fix their own country." 
Now, if that's not globalist BS, I don't know what is. Well, I don't know what globalist even means. I mean, it's, it's often used by the people that are scared to death of, uh, um, you know, these, these, these international bankers that they know the names of, um, which amazes me that, that uh, we would know the names of these international bankers that are taking right. over the world. But you can't do anything about it. Right. <laughs> but um, I, I, you know what? The people you cannot name are the ones that you need to be concerned with. True. Anyway... You know, the people that are concerned with that, they use this term globalist, and I think that that means that the people that, uh, people that support the international bankers that they can name, um, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the uh, burritos and the um, uh, yeah, Rahimshahs the and whatever. Guys. You know, right. The whole thing. Right. But my point is, why are we responsible for fixing up other countries? We are not. Anybody who thinks that is a right. communist, not a globalist. Which is what he was, which right. was and what the last And how are we going to pay for that? Um, we are going to pay through that. Uh, I would assume we would pay for um, well, free distribution through taxes because we are so wealthy and they are so poor. We should give some of our money, and if you don't give some of your money, you'll have to go to jail, son. Brandon, are you listening to something in the background? Is there like a television uh, on in no, the background? That's, no, that's, that's negative, sir. Okay, I just hear some uh, some interference there, and, the, and thank you for the call. We appreciate hearing from you. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, that it sounded like, like sort of television. It sounded show. like cartoons or something. Something like that. All right, 800-259-9231. You take control of the airwaves, the toll-free number for you. Bring up whatever's on your mind. So uh, I want to jump into the email box because Tim has an email for us, and he says, Hey, my name's Tim, and I've got a bit of a problem. I was hoping you guys might be able to help. I am an atheist, says Tim. Okay. Now, I haven't always been an atheist, but I have always had deep suspicions, even as a young child. The other night you guys. Young child were, doesn't believe in God. That's interesting. The other night you. What well, if he believed in Santa Claus? The other night you guys were talking about coming out of the atheist closet, so to speak, and I need your help. I'm 20 years old and I'm married. Now I've been happily married for over a year now, and we have an 18-month-old daughter, and my wife is due in March. Most right. of that I doubt matters, aside from how deep and strong these relationships are to me. At any rate, my wife is a Christian. Not a church every Sunday Christian, but a whenever we wake up early enough on Sunday Christian. Ah. Well, this wouldn't be a problem aside from the fact that I am an atheist and she has no clue. I've tried dropping subtle hints and she always yells at me for being so blasphemous. She gets right down, uh, downright angry about it. Yep. Now, the reason I'm emailing is that I was hoping that Ian could give me some good tips and pointers as to how I can let my wife and family know without possibly hurting my marriage. You're asking Ian for uh, for, for ways to be to handle interpersonal relationships. Well, that's why I'm bringing. You do need help. I'm bringing this up uh, because we've got Julia here tonight, <laughs> and I'm figuring since she's the lady, she might have some uh, suggestions. <laughs> really, for this the ex- extra X chromosome somehow qualifies her. I think so. Maybe it's a question <laughs> about women. And coming out of the closet as an atheist, uh, while you're laughing so much, you're going to have to give your answer, too. Oh, I will. Coming up. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231, the packet 8.net toll-free line for you. Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, totally free. We, uh... Give it all away, including live streams. There's a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version waiting for you, free, freetalklive.com. And February's winner of the Lysander Spooner Award, Radicals for Capitalism, a freewheeling history of the modern American libertarian movement by Brian Doherty, outlines both the history of libertarianism and its true influence yet to come. Check out this and many other books and videos on liberty at lfb.com. That's laissez-faire books at lfb.com. 
gmail.com. We're in the middle of an email from Tim. He's an atheist, 20 years old, married. He's got an 18-month-old daughter, and his wife is due with another one in March. Unfortunately, as he puts it, his wife is a Christian. Now, she's not an every Sunday church Christian, but she's a church whenever we get a chance kind of a Christian. Nonetheless, he has uh, tried dropping subtle hints to her that he may not be as much of a Christian as she is. In fact, he's an atheist. He's been dropping subtle hints, and she isn't taken too kindly to them so far. In fact, she's getting downright angry about it. So he wants to know if we have any tips or pointers as to how he can wet, uh, let his wife and family know that he's an atheist without possibly hurting his marriage. He says, please help, guys. So with that in mind, uh, I guess my answer would be, oh boy, you're in a bit of a sticky situation there, Tim. Mm. Um, I don't know how long you've been of the atheist mindset. He sounds. Oh, he says I haven't always been. He hasn't always been. But he's always had deep he's reservations. 20, right? Yeah, he's twenty. He's had deep reservations. So that would see, sound to me like you've had those reservations all the way through your entire marriage, and it's a shame that you didn't let them out sooner uh, rather than later. I can't see any easy way to get out of this. If your wife is. Uh, negative towards the idea of being with an atheist and you've sort of been toying around with poking and prodding and trying to feel her out on this one and it's not feeling too good i don't know if it's going to be a deal breaker to come out of the closet but if it feels like something that you have to do to feel good about yourself i think that you should do it uh julia what's your suggestion for uh, for tim um well like you said i don't really have any simple way to get out of this but uh in my experience the best relationships are based on honesty and communication and uh obviously if your wife can't handle the fact that you're an atheist she doesn't really love you very much i would agree with that mark um i think that there's uh, all kinds of honesty and communication that's great and i think there's some that stinks honey your breath smells really bad. You have halitosis. Not the kind of communication that's really going to do uh, some good to a relationship. Well, you, you can have be to, more tactful no, about you have it. To be, no, no, you can't. Halitosis, what are you going to do about it? It's a me- medical condition. It may not be halitosis. It may be something simple. Maybe but what if like, it is? Well, you know she's brushing her teeth. Right. You know whether she is or not. Well, I can tell you that there I'm are these things you that called tonsillites that all- are not halitosis, and they don't have anything to do with brushing teeth. And that could be what the problem I'm, is. I'm, I'm not talking about halitosis. Okay. I'm talking about certain types of communication. The fact is he entered this relationship as a person who didn't care about whether his wife was a Christian or not. Mm. And, you know, he's so that's where he stands. Um, as far as I'm concerned, what the, the direction you should go with this is your atheism, atheism is not important to you. Otherwise, you wouldn't have gotten married to this woman. And you wouldn't love her and you wouldn't have these kids with her. So take your atheism like and swallow him. it. It sounds like she's forcing him to go to church, and he doesn't want to. Now, that's the issue. The issue is not whether or not you believe in God. The issue is whether or not you go to church. And well, it's going to be more you than that. Ta- you know, no. It's, it's going to be more than that, because if he's raising kids, uh, if he he's raised, raising kids... I'm sorry. He went into that relationship as a Christian, as far as everyone concerned. Those kids need to be baptized. They need to be christened, or whatever. That's it. I don't know if I agree with that. Well, you don't. Ha- that's because you're an atheist well, and everything. Yeah. And, and you and like, carry it on a flag be, when you walk down to the post to, no, office. No, that's not true at all. That's not true, and you know it. You're lying, and no, that's not true. I'm telling you that atheism is not important. It's well, not important. Well, he doesn't well, believe in God. It, it may be important to people who are atheists. Mark, did that ever cross your mind? Come on, what is the difference? 
What's the difference between what? He got into the relationship with the woman, knew she was a Christian. Right. He made his decisions already. And I'm sorry. So now screw him. He's screwed for the rest of his life. He, he should stay he in the closet. He got into a deal. He should pretend like he's a Christian. He Is shouldn't that what you're pretend he like should anything. He should, he should do what he has to do to get out of going to church. He should say, I don't believe in organized religion. I don't, you know, these, these pastors, they're big fancy buildings, um, you know, they're, they're fancy cars that they have. Mm-hmm. All this stuff comes from people giving money. I do not believe in church. I think he should take, take a stance against church. He should uh, go on um, Easter and Christmas to uh, church, and that's the only thing that's he should That's not much of a stand. What, what kind of stand You're is You're going to take a stand against church, you don't go. Uh, but, you know, for special family events, weddings, things like that, you, you can go anyway. It you depends. just don't give him any money. I see where you're coming from. Julia, any other thoughts on that one? Well, I think he should do what's right for him, and if mm-hmm. what's right for him Sure, is, is losing his whole family over some dumb um, you know, philosophy. Maybe it's sure. not dumb for him. Maybe it's important to him now. Maybe it wasn't, and maybe he didn't realize how important his atheism was at age 18, but now he's come to the realization that it is more important Obviously, it's somewhat important to him, because he's brought it up and he's been thinking about it. I, I've got to tell you, what's important? Wife and family. Even if you're living a lie? Um, what living what lie? Well, if he's going to go on pretending like uh, like he is a Christian in order to keep his family together, you're not pretending anything. You just don't c- participate in the conversation. Okay, so the conversation comes up that uh, it's what? time to go to church, honey. Oh no, we've already had that conversation, Ian. We've already talked about it. He says he doesn't believe in church. Okay, and it's you don't simple. think that's going to be a deal breaker for somebody that does believe in church? For somebody no. that does believe clearly, church is important. Clearly, it's not that big of an issue to her. She's not up every morning going, uh, every Sunday morning going but to church. But it's big enough to where she is, uh, as he puts it. No, I don't think it'll be a deal breaker. He says that she uh, she gets downright angry about it when he drops hints. He's if it's just not dropping going to be hints. a deal breaker. That's because what you're saying is Jesus is a lie. That's a whole different story than Pat Robertson steals money. That's a completely different conversation, Ian. If it's not that important to her, then she shouldn't have a problem with him being an atheist. If absolutely not, I just made I just made the point. There's a complete difference between saying Jesus is a bunch of bunk, then Pat Robertson took a bunch of money. I don't know who Pat Robertson. Is. I don't know who take uh, Jim, J- Jimmy Stewart. What was the Jim Johnson? Jim Jones? Uh, no, not Jim Jones. The one that uh, would cry a lot in the '80s. Tammy Faye Baker. Yeah, um, and his her husband. Yeah. James Baker. James Baker. James Baker stole money from his his uh, his constituents. That's a completely different conversation. Jesus is holy. James Baker is a man and fallible. So he shouldn't come out about his atheism. You're saying he shouldn't come out about his atheism, but he should Why come out against organized religion. Why smear it in somebody's religion? face? Well, you don't smearing... have to smear it in somebody's face. Sure you are. That's not true. You it can looks, state your looks, beliefs. It, it... You don't. I've I've been in this situation before. I mm-hmm. was in a relationship with a Christian, and I was an atheist. He knew I was an atheist. I knew he was a Christian. It wasn't originally established, but when he found out, he wanted to know why, but it wasn't a big deal. We just didn't talk about religion, and we respected each other's views. I'm telling you. I didn't smear anything in a, his it, face. But it may, not have been, it may not have been as big of a deal for you because you were the lady in that particular relationship, and he really wanted to be with you. So he let it slide in that particular case. Maybe it would work differently in this case because he's the guy and she's got the kids and she's got all the cards. That may be the that may be what's going on here. We don't know what all of the details of the relationship are in this particular case. But it sounds to me like he's awful. It sounds to me like he's treading on some very thin ice because he makes it seem like uh, she's a really. Like she's really serious about this whole religion thing. Even though she's not up every Sunday going to church, it sounds like she still holds the uh, religion thing pretty close to her heart. 
and so this could be a uh, this could be a deal breaker. This could be a heartbreaker for her. And so, obviously, he's going to have to tread very carefully. I'm interested to know what he does in this particular case. And what would your suggestion be for Tim? 800-259-9231. Should he come out of the closet or should he keep it quiet? It's Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. The packet 8.net toll-free line for you. It is Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features completely free. The listener map is there at map.freetalklive.com. People from around the world have taken the time to send us, or not send us their photo, but they've taken the time to add themselves to said listener map, and you can go and take a look at it and add yourself to it as well if you like at map.freetalklive.com. And what's your liberty issue? Is it the war on drugs? Well, register now for the February 2007 New Hampshire Liberty Forum. Speakers to include Jack Cole, the Executive Director of Law Enforcement Against Prohibition, as well as Rob Campia, Executive Director of the Marijuana Policy Project, and New Hampshire residents who are working to end the war on drugs. Freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum for more information and to get registered. That's freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. Let's go to the phones to the fun. Richard in Tennessee, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hello, Richard. Richard in Tennessee. Richard going once. Richard in Tennessee going twice. Fell asleep or something. Hello. Okay. Uh, well, then let's try uh, Matt in Illinois on the amplifier line. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing hey, Matt. great, Matt. What's Hi, on your Julia. mind? Hi. Um, I was listening to you guys arguing about uh, uh, atheism. atheism. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a little problem of my own. Okay. And I would love to move to New Hampshire. Ah. Uh. I'd love to join this free state project to move to to New Hampshire. Okay. I've talked to my wife about it. She doesn't want to move to New Hampshire. Why? Well, she has her family here. The kids have their friends here. She's going to refuse to move to New Hampshire. Now, for me, freedom is an issue that's very, very important. Okay. It's a very important philosophy for me. So I am seriously thinking about giving up my family and moving to New Hampshire. Wow. That's awesome. And I've got to say, you wouldn't be the first person to do it. Well, uh, that's fine and dandy, but here you've got a gentleman who is faced with the same problem with atheism, and Mark called it a stupid philosophy. I said silly, didn't I? Lose his family office. I, would, I wouldn't so, lose my family so over stupid. it. I wouldn't lose my family over freedom, and I wouldn't lose my family over atheism. You're a liar, well, Mark. You were you were about ready to uh, to leave your wife behind well, in Florida. My wife doesn't have kids with me. Oh, I see. So you only consider family family when there are kids involved. Uh, well, it's blood. I see. I mean, you know, that's what that's when it's it's real. Okay. So go ahead, sir. All right. Well, that was that was that was the point I I wanted to make. I I wanted to you know show them that different people have different. Um, Priorities. Wow. Different value systems. Now, um, different value systems. have you actually taken the time to tell your wife that you're considering just going anyway, and, and how has her response been, if so? Um, no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't really. Uh, so this is just something you've been, you've just been wrestling with this on, a, on a personal basis then, Matt? Well, I haven't come out of the closet yet. I like, see. Uh, like, like this, like the, just like this gentleman with the atheism. You know, it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's a philosophy. It's a... 
it's you know it's and it's the same. I realize I'm not an atheist. I'm I'm not a Christian, but I'm not an atheist either. Um, so one thing's for sure in, in regards to moving to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project and leaving everything behind. I've got to say that I think you've got your priorities set straight. I think that uh, anybody that comes here is going to be able to find love. Um, they're going to be able to make new friends, and they're going to be able to find somebody who's going to care about them in in the long run. I think that you know, if people don't see that vision, if people uh, don't understand it, and they want to just have their happy little life there in Illinois or wherever it is that they live, then then let them uh, let them enjoy themselves uh, in their police state. You know, I say um, get a uh, get a mailbox at one of those mailboxes, et cetera, and vote in New Hampshire, and then uh, quote unquote. Um, travel to Illinois 11 months out of the year. Why would you want to do that? I think I, the point I'm of moving here is to become a part of the Free State Project and be here all of the months out I, of the year. I hear what you're saying, but I wouldn't do it over family. I wouldn't. This is the reason why I hate the statement, uh, your family will always be there for you, because it's just not true. What do you mean? Well, I lost some family members over moving to New Hampshire. My dad did not want me to move to New Hampshire, and he does not speak to me anymore because I did. And how do you feel about that? Um... I guess at first I was pretty angry, but I've let it go because obviously he doesn't care about me that much if he doesn't uh, listen to me and want what's best for me. Exactly right. I think you're, you're, you're dead on. If your family doesn't want what's best for you, what you think is best for you, then screw them. Who, the, who are they? They're just blood, Mark. They're just people who happen to be uh, born into your same, uh, same area. Sorry um, about you and your family then. What what are you sorry about? I'm just sorry that you've got such a crappy relationship with your family. I'm not Mine's sorry. Mine's a hell of a lot better. I've got a much better family here in New Hampshire. I've got people who actually care about me here in New Hampshire that actually do, uh, that actually I consider my real family. Um, ideologically, they are my family, and uh, per- personally, they are my family. They've they've shown more dedication to me than my family members ever have, so screw, the fa- screw my family. My family members have shown a- incredible dedication to me, and, uh, you know, to, to let them go over... Uh, some some belief philosophy. I'm not I'm not willing to do that. I'm just not. That is you know, absolutely I'm, I'm going to build Mark. bridges and I'm going to create relationships. I'm not going to tear them down. Mm-hmm. So if your mom had said, uh, Mark, we, but my I mom want you to... didn't. I that's the that. point. I've created a relationship with my mother that's a hell of a lot better than that. It's not an if situation. My mother's happy to see me, and I come back and I see her once a month. I fly down there for a day, um, hang out in Sarasota for a day, and then I go back. That proves that your mother obviously loves you very much. Yeah, and, and I've got good, good relationships, and I think that it's important to consider the relationships important. I've got a good mother because I consider that relationship important. That's good, and I consider me number one, so I go where I want to go first, and the relationships will follow. Matt, any other thoughts for us? Uh, no, that was it. It was a very interesting discussion. You did. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 1-800-259-9231. You, if you are a, a good person, you will make new relationships with people who really do care about you wherever you go. And uh, I hope that Matt can get his uh, his family and his friends behind him and, and everybody can move to New Hampshire. But if it turns out that Matt really wants to be a free man and his wife really wants to stay comfy where she is, then I think the right choice to make is to move to New Hampshire. I think that some people will make those choices. I'm telling you I wouldn't. I know, and uh, you're well, a coward. I'm not a coward. That is the, the most disgusting thing I've ever that you've ever said. Oh yeah, yeah. 
It's disgusting that you would just toss your family and your relationships out the door. Well, good people can find new friends. Good people don't toss away relationships like they're nothing, like they're a bunch of dirty they rags. They are nothing. Yeah, they that's are nothing because they are too cowardly to move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Yep. So God. screw them. Sick. Yeah, that's right. Screw them. Sick. What? Oh, so they want me to stick around with them so Those I can make them feel good? Those people have given you a good? lot in your life. They have done a great deal for you. I don't owe you. them and anything. And to take that relationship you don't and, just, and just wipe your butt with it, that makes me... It's just no, no, foul. No, no. It's not wiping my butt, Mark. It's doing what's right for me. And what was right for me is moving to New Hampshire. There's nothing foul about doing what's right for you in your life. I'm just telling you... To suggest that, it, that it, otherwise it, it, is, ca- is cowardly. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, hey, you know, do what you want you in think your it's life. Wiping, you think but, it's wiping my butt? You think moving here to New Hampshire was wiping my butt with my relationships down in Florida? You think trying to keep my relationships good in Florida is cowardly? I didn't say that. That's what you did. That's the word you used. No, I, I, said if you, I said if you didn't come to New Hampshire on behalf of somebody who wanted you to stay in Florida, that would be cowardly. But Please. you're here, Mark. If, if, I had, if I had a wife and a family and they didn't want to move, it would not be cowardly. It would be the relation that I would sticking with the commitments that I had made. It would just, okay, then it would, if, okay, it would be cowardly if you said that freedom was important to you. But if freedom's not important to you, then it's not cowardly. Freedom is important, but you, you make commitments, you've got children, you've got um, wives, you've got uh, family, you have have to do things about that. You've made commitments. That's what men do. They stick with the commitments that they've made. 1-800-259-9231. Let's talk to Richard in Tennessee, trying him again uh, for the second time. Richard, are you there? Richard? I am. Hey, what's on your mind? Oh, I, was talk- I was wanting to talk to you about the uh, uh, the border issue. Yeah. And I was just curious, would your solution be just to end welfare at a screeching halt and just wide open the border? Yep, of course. That's it. Yeah, doesn't that make sense? Do you think that would create some sort of chaos? No, why? What kind of chaos? Well, um, there's a lot of people out there. I'm not saying that I'm for welfare, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people out there that are utilizing it, and you you just cut it off at a... Yeah, you would would simply say, okay, you've got till uh, the end of, uh, you know, six months from now, then welfare is going to end. It will cut off. And so you better get your S together, get your life together, and uh, and get it straight because you're not going to get any checks anymore. Don't you think that would do the take care of the situation? I could, I could see the timeline that would work. Um, yeah, it would be a timeline and then an abrupt cutoff. There's no need to wean people off of anything. And no new signups. There you go. Thanks for the call. We appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. It's your show. You take control of the airwaves even in these remaining moments. It's Free Talk Live. Talk Live, 800-259-9231, the toll-free packet 8.net line. That's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there, completely free. We do ask that you voluntarily support the show by amping. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com, like over 320 of our listeners have done. It's a very simple concept. It stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is that since we give away all the features on the website for free at freetalklive.com, you might want to help support the show on a voluntary basis. So you go to amp.freetalklive.com, get signed up via PayPal or any major credit card, and then uh, we'll automatically deduct the uh, the amount, $3 a month, from your account. 
And you probably won't even know it's even happening, but it makes a big difference because uh, with the hundreds of amplifiers that we have, we've got over $2,200 a month coming in to the show. Actually, over twenty-three now, $2,300 a month coming in. Really? Which uh, is essentially our advertising budget. It allows us to uh, throw, put ads into industry publications to get the show on more radio stations around the country to spread the message of freedom and liberty as far and as wide as possible. And that's what AMP does, and it does it very effectively, and it's a great way to support the show that you enjoy amp.freetalklive.com plus you get perks you get access to the amplifier only call in lines the amplifier only forums and more there's also some special things that the amplifiers are able to test first uh, before they're released to the general public and uh, that's all available for you amp.freetalklive.com well the conversation continued during the break Uh, things got pretty heated in here between julia mark and myself about family members and liberty and priorities and I guess it's just a matter of uh, we all have different priorities, Mark, between you, myself, and, and Julia. Sure. I don't know if um, necessary. I, I, I came down pretty hard on you before, um, calling you a coward, and, mm-hmm. and I didn't mean to call you a coward directly. My suggestion was that if liberty is of the highest order for you and you stay back from joining the Free State Project because of a mom and dad sort of situation or a family, uh, family situation, now, I'm that not su- to me is cowardly. Would you agree or disagree with I'm that? I'm not suggesting that you stay uh, where you are um, because of a mom and dad situation, unless you're talking about an infirm parent or an infirm child, for that matter. Wife. Let's go husband and wife. Husband and wife. Um, that's a commitment that you entered into as opposed to a commitment that you were born into. Uh-huh. Um, now... You really should have. There should have been a conversation but with your can't husband. But changes happen. I mean, let's say that you were a socialist when you entered into your marriage, and you married another socialist. And let's say you discover Free Talk Live, or you discover somebody who uh, is not a socialist, and they turn you on to uh, the pro-liberty message. And then you've so you've got uh, you've got a timeline here. You've got you're a socialist. You married a socialist. Then you found out uh, you found out about liberty. And of course, liberty is such a persuasive message. You naturally were persuaded to the the libertarian side of things, and you try to persuade your husband or your wife on this particular issue, and they just don't want to budge. They're all into socialism. They are 100% socialist. Now you're 100% libertarian. Are you still obligated to stay with this person just because you made a commitment way back when? People change. Times change, and things change. And if um, if your new personality is that you're of a pro-liberty mindset, I think it's the right thing to do to make a move and do what's right for you, and that is move to the Free State Project. Now, you're talking about a different situation with just a husband and wife than, um, it, you know, where somebody's... Throw kids um, into the mix, too. Then then you're, you've got obligations and stuff. I mean, you've created You can life. still pay alimony or whatever. You can oh, still yeah, pay child that, support. That, that'll take care of everything. God knows those kids will grow up uh, calling some other dude daddy, and that's fine as long as, uh, you know, liberty is taken care of. I'm talking about what's right for you. If what changes in your heart is that uh, liberty becomes of utmost importance... And, right, and, and that's, and and that's what my point is. And if what's right for you is liberty... Then some other then you, then somebody calling um some your kids calling some other dude daddy, then I gotta question your values a little bit. Like you, it's okay with me if you and, and the Free State Project may be the right thing for you to do, but I gotta look you know when when you tell me that story, look me in the face and said yeah I, I left my wife and kids um so that I could move here. I'm gonna go Whew, wow really, that's really something. Yeah okay. And uh, I think that's uh, I would I would actually be impressed by that. Yeah, well, personally. I would be impressed. 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 Like as like, in a bad way. So something would impress be impressed upon me. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
What do you mean by that? I wouldn't. I would not consider that. Um, you know, I'm thinking. Ugh. Now I didn't have a wife and kids, but I did have a boyfriend and three cats, and I did leave them and my path to oh, uh, move to the New cats, Hampshire. The cats will be fine, and the boyfriend will find another girl. Believe me. I understand, but I had a commitment, and I changed my mind. There is no commitment when it comes to boyfriend girlfriend. That's a bunch of crap. Oh, it was very difficult. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Coming to New Hampshire isn't easy. I don't care who you got not. or not. Um, but you know, <laughs> um, no, there. I'm Julie. So you'd look Julie, down Julie, on There's no for comparison that. of um, giving, begetting children, bringing them into the mix, and then leaving them because you've gotten this newfound philosophy. What if you take your kids with you to New Hampshire and you leave the wife? Yeah, that might be a different story. Oh, so that's okay with you. As long as the kids... So really, it's just... You've taken responsibilities on, Ian. Yes, I believe that it's you're, you're obligated to take care of your responsibilities. I never said anyone should any, shirk their responsibilities. Any I never libertarian said that. that says that they should... Um, to, I know, did I ever say that? Yeah, it surely Julia, sounds like it's me. Here. Did I say somebody should shirk their responsibilities? There's always alimony. And the, you, you think that money makes up for being a father, and it doesn't. I didn't suggest that. I said that, they, that you should go to New Hampshire and bring your family with you. But in the event that you have a controlling bitch no, you who doesn't want... say anything like that. You should bring your life with you to New Hampshire. I in suggest the event that. that you have a controlling bitch of a wife who insists on staying where she is, then she can take the check. Because if freedom is as important to you as it is to me, then you should do what's right for you how about this? How, how about you've got? How about your wife is? Uh, you know, she's she says no, but you you have the feeling in your heart that she'll change her mind over time, like the drip, drip, drip that makes the Grand Canyon. Uh-huh. Should you say screw it and leave her immediately? What do you think, Julia? Uh, no, I think that. So how long? Ten years? Twenty. Well, we've got until uh, twenty thousand, at least as oh, far as the Free State Project mm-hmm. is concerned. Just wondering. Oh, just wondering. Then you've got a few years to change your mind. What's what's a few years to change your mind? When it hits twenty thousand. Yeah, you got five years. Okay. So, so five years should be plenty of time to change it. your mind. That's how long it is. Okay. There you go. There you go. All right. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Well, speaking of uh, changing minds and minds in general, a team of world leading neuroscientists, according to the Guardian Unlimited has developed a powerful technique that allows them to look deep inside a person's brain and read their intentions before they act. Really? The research breaks controversial new ground in scientists' ability to probe people's minds and eavesdrop on their thoughts and raises serious ethical issues over how brain-reading technology might be used in the future. Great, I can't wait. The team used... Uh, You know, lies suck, and I can't wait until we can break them. The team used high-resolution brain scans to identify patterns of activity before translating them into meaningful thoughts, revealing what a person planned to do in the near future. It's the first time scientists have succeeded in reading intentions in this way. Uh, they go on to talk about how, uh, the obviously, this is going to raise issues in regards to, like, say, a minority report situation where governments might want to get their hands on this technology and use it to essentially determine whether or not somebody is allegedly going to create a... Uh, to uh, to get involved in a crime. Apparently, during the study, researchers asked volunteers to decide whether to add or subtract two numbers they were later shown on a screen. Before the numbers flashed up, they were given a brain scan using a technique called functional magnetic imaging resonance. The researchers then used a software... That's F-M-I-R, I guess, okay. if you're looking for the letters. The researchers then used a software that had been designed to spot subtle differences in brain activity to predict the person's intentions with 70% accuracy. 70% accuracy right now is what they have. That's not bad. Technology. That's not too shabby. 
uh, but it is bad if it's going to be used. Now, fifty percent ag- accuracy would be pretty much useless, right? It was basically right. between one and two, of two things. Is that correct? Uh, it's yeah. The, the numbers uh, add or subtract. They were deciding whether to add or subtract two numbers. They were later shown on screen. So they yes, they were deciding. One I'm going to other. add or I'm going to subtract, and then they were shown numbers, and then they did the uh, the multiplication or they did the. Uh, the addition or subtraction. The math. <laughs> the study revealed signatures of activity in a marble-sized part of the brain called the medial prefrontal cortex that changed when a person intended to add the numbers or subtract them. Man, you'd make a fortune in Las Vegas if you could just figure out, you know, 70, mm. 70% accuracy versus 50% accuracy. Because 50% accuracy would be basically, basically useless. Because brains differ so much, the scientists need a good idea of a person's brain activity looks like when they're thinking something to be able to spot it in a scan. But researchers are already devising ways of deducing what patterns are associated with different thoughts. So the question, of course, becomes, do we want to become a minority report society where we're preventing crimes that might not happen? Asked one of the researchers. For some of I don't these think techniques, so. I don't, I, just, I, I, she says, for some of the uh, techniques, it's just a matter of time. It's just another new technology that society has to come to terms with and use for the good. But we should discuss and debate it now because what we don't want is for it to leak into, uh, leak into use into court willy-nilly without people having thought about the consequences. This is some serious stuff. It's serious, but, man, I don't know. Even if they can scan you, our court system isn't set up for people that might commit a crime in the future. And Not right now. I don't know. But if this technology continues to move along as it inevitably will, we're it entering a like very scary It seems like a pretty easy defense. Age. Your Honor, I wouldn't have done it. I was, you know, I might have been thinking but about it, but I wouldn't have done it. the brain scan says you were, and so therefore you could be sentenced. It's been Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Do you like to build things? Have you ever cut wood with a tool? Are you tired of poor quality goods found in the Megalomart? If you answered yes to any of these questions, woodcraftplans.com has a fun project for you to make. We have hundreds of blueprints and patterns which can help all skill levels of craftspeople make wooden lawn furniture, bedroom furniture, yard decor like wishing wells and shadow figures, rocking horses, and a lot more. Visit woodcraftplans.com today. Get a plan and start building. That's woodcraftplans.com.